0: On this episode of Gamerhead Radio we talk about games that make you go god damn it goat. God damn it goat. Gamerhead Radio starts now. Hello, welcome to Gamerhead Radio episode 180. I am Charlie Technotronico in Worthley. Get- I am Jonathan Santiago, a.k.a.
1: Fallon Flynn,
2: and I am Mr. Agitator. (laughs) I have no other name. I have no birth name. I'm just Mr. Agitator.
1: Now, people that have listened to the show numerous times know that you're a fucking liar. Yeah. <laughs> this is my this is my brother Nick, um, who many of you guys have heard um, <clears throat> give almost uh, I wouldn't necessarily say speeches so much as sermons on <laughs> uh, on the great Batman himself, which is part of why we invited him to come out and hang with us this weekend for the this show. This is true. This yeah, is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, 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 brother. Yes. Since uh, since you haven't done the show with us in a while, why don't you uh, why don't you tell everybody how your week was first? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well uh, it was okay you know I've been working on the new album Got a lot of stuff coming on you know uh, about an hour like three hours ago I wrote a new song wrote, recorded so I'm excited about that that's cool amazing I always like doing that so that was pretty much my week
1: um, do anything awesome? I well, I'll talk about it during my segment too. But Nick and I went and saw Suicide Squad this week, so I'll talk. About
2: when when bit. you're a performing musician, you don't do anything awesome. You just <laughs> sit in the studio and you just work all the time when you're not when you're not uh, studioing, touring whatever. So that was pretty much my week—just recording, mixing, mastering, all that stuff. Sure, so
0: John. Uh, oh. well, yeah, John. So I'll let you go first. Let okay. you step way out of that into. Apparently, you have some thoughts on Suicide Squad.
1: I, I do, I do, man. So, first of all, I'll just talk about my, my general week. Week was okay. Um, you know, as, as we kind of talked about last week at the end of last week's show, um, you know, we had some lineup changes for Vias Surveillance and a couple of people are not playing with me anymore. So, the the last week, a lot of it, it's just been a lot of discussion between Nick and I back and forth about what we're going to do, where we're going from here, what the word is. And so, the, the first half of the week was a lot of back and forth on the phone doing that. Um, the second half of the week was... Uh, I'm getting ready for school again, and I hate it, but it's happening in a couple weeks. so um, and then suicide squad suicide squad was lovely. Um, I liked it, man. I liked it a lot. I know I know a lot of people don't it's gotten terrible fucking reviews and everybody's
0: kind of shitting all over
2: i don't understand i don't honestly i don't understand it charlie i don't, have it. Seen I don't
0: it. understand it not, not yet no i'm i'm behind in, in the movies that i want to see i haven't even seen star trek yet so neither wow. i wow. wow. i have to hand in my geek card i know um, no no
1: no, it's, then it's, then I'm, no i'm no. handing mine in too cuz i haven't seen it either so. no charlie you don't have to hand in your star trek geek card for a very specific reason which i'm sure you'll discuss later you bastard you <laughs> anyways um i'm so i'm so fucking envious of you um but no it's it's it was a good movie i i think a lot of people went into it trying to shit on it with some some leftover batman v superman hatred for the people that didn't like or didn't get that movie just went into this like torch and pitchfork mob trying to burn it to the ground and it didn't work anyways because in case anybody didn't notice this movie made a disgusting amount of money over the weekend so it's it's a commercial success even if it's not a critical one and honestly I don't think this movie was made for critical people. I think this movie was made for people who know DC comic background stuff and lore. It's a fan film, man, and it's good. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I liked it. liked it a lot. A lot of style in the first half of that movie, and it looks really good. It was shot really well, so that's my, that's my spoiler-free take on uh, Batman, or not Batman, Superman, uh, Suicide Squad. <laughs> Charlie, what about you? How was your week, man?
0: Well, speaking of Star Trek... Um the uh, I'm very excited that um, uh, you know my uh, my 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 Milwaukee, uh, Wisconsin-based uh, Pony Convention uh, Ponyville Cider Fest coming up this October 28th through 30th, um, is pleased and thrilled and honored to announce that we will be joined by the one and the only John Delancey. Um, which is uh, which you if you don't know him as Discord from My Little Pony, you know him as uh Q from Star Trek Next Generation, and uh, and the and uh, a couple appearances also on Deep Space Nine and Voyager, and um, you also olden people may know him as Eugene uh from Days of Our Lives. Oh, damn nice. man, you were throwing <laughs> it way the fuck back, way back. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap, Charlie! I got I got to do my research. I got I got to know my guests. Um, seems, so um, it seems. who who by the by the way, incidentally, while doing this research, I. Had had no idea how freaking crazy soap operas were i thought they were just like drama no 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 <laughs> eugene's character um uh, <laughs> he knows this now <laughs> i do know i do god help me i do know this now no uh, but john delance's character eugene on days of our lives um ju- just to sum it up in a single sentence um his finale on the series is when he d- supposedly went into the basement of his house and disappeared in the time machine he was working on
1: <laughs> what i'm not kidding at which point he became <laughs> q <laughs> <laughs>
2: that is the most random thing like i want to watch soap operas now i know i, I, asked, I asked michelle
0: because um michelle i know i had mentioned that when she was in college like it was like um it was like a thing and and uh with uh, with her friends like they come back from classes they would watch days of our lives because the show's been is it still on i think it's still on it's been going on like for forever um I think and, it is still going on. Yeah. Yeah. And when she was watching it, like you know, in like the two thousands, like w- when Delancey was on, it was like mid eighties. When Michelle mm-hmm. was watching it, mid two thousands, and there's like there like Wiccan covens with like people being sent to the inner circles of hell. Like apparently these shows are science fiction, <laughs> and I had no idea. <laughs> so, so delightful! Awesome. How delightful! Um, my, yeah, everything I know was wrong apparently. Um, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, but uh, you know, I, you know, super excited, especially considering he was slated to come to Winnie City here in uh, in Schaumburg um, back in April, and um, due to a uh, well, he he had a better offer come along as um, you know, and I can't blame him because he had to uh, cancel his appearance with us and appearance with one maybe two other cons. um because um he got a role in a in a theater production. I don't remember the name of the play right now. But um yeah, it's sort of like months worth of work or a couple convention appearances. Yeah, I don't blame him for the choice that he made. Oh for sure. Um it was uh it was unfortunate for us, but um you know it's uh you know totally understandable. And um I'm just glad that um that uh um, I we I have been I selfishly I'm glad that I've been given another chance to interact with him, so that'll be fun. That's um funny uh hello Dustin uh, one of our regular viewers is in the ch- is in the uh chat so um the uh the uh, the, uh, the other thing that i basically did this weekend is i have been watching the olympics actually more more than i really ever have before and i don't have a good reason for that other than because michelle wanted to um, <laughs> and um watched the well, i watched the opening ceremonies i also kind of wanted to morbidly see if if somebody tried to blow it up because well that's just the world we're living in these days that kind of um, is the world we're living in these days fuck yeah it. um but no uh, opening ceremonies was cool they um had uh, had some neat things um apparently the um um, on the on the other side of things, there have been a lot of reports of uh, a lot of the trouble that they've been having. That, of course, is not being publicized. it's not making it onto the CBS broadcast of things. And so uh, it's, it's kind of interesting to see the uh, the the spit shine polish version of the Olympics that's on TV, and then to read about what's actually going on there. Yeah, um, which is a lot of problems. Yeah, a lot yeah, of problems. Tons and tons and tons and tons. Of tons. Um, the, uh, but yeah, no. Um, uh, weirdly, watching I've watched probably more sports this weekend than I have all year put together. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, it's cool it's the Olympics I mean like you know the, the it, it's one of the few things that still exists in this world that actually brings the world together you know and uh, it's sort of a joyous occasion so that that that's kind of a cool thing about it yeah um, but, uh, but yeah, that, that basically sums up my week, I think. Um, uh, but so briefly before we're moving on, um, should have mentioned this before now. Um, some of you might be saying, well, wait, where's goat? Um, so goat uh, mentioned last week that he was going to be going back out on the road. Well, he is currently in, um, uh, Los Angeles, I believe. Um, and um so he is he is going to do his best to pop in and say hello and to join us for a little bit um but um he's probably not going to be on for the whole show um well he's definitely not going to be on for the whole show hopefully he'll be on for a little bit um if he's able to squeeze uh to, to get him, but I guess he's, um, as, as touring, t- I, I'm sure in the, ca- especially in the early days of the chaos of a tour, um, his, uh, he had, he had, he had, he had a schedule to be, he had planned to be here, but then of course nothing went to plan. So, um, he will, he will be here if he can, but, um, but uh, yeah. Uh, otherwise we, uh, we wish him a safe trip and return. He should be back next week. His, his, the, 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 uh, the extended length of his tour doesn't start for, Uh, mid-October, John, is that right? Or September? Yeah, I I
1: believe that was it. I think late September, early October. I'm sure he'll come back and go, God, you fuckers aren't saying anything. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: But uh, uh, yeah, that's probably accurate. But yeah, um, but good. yeah, so that's um, in addition to that, um, one of the one of the things that we are inevitably going to talk about in the what we uh, what we played section of the show, we we brought Nick on to discuss uh, the man of bats. Um, uh, the uh, we also kind of uh, sort of pseudo expected that Go might be having scheduling problems. So thanks, Nick. I, um, hey. Uh, okay. So b- b- before we move on to what we've been playing, let's talk about what's coming out this week in video games. Yay. So. Got but, a big one hitting this week. Yeah, well, yeah, Uh, so on Tuesday, August 9th, No Man's Sky uh, is finally coming out on the PS4. Um and it doesn't say PC. Oh, that's it's coming out on the PC on Friday, August twelfth. Yeah, they pushed it back at a couple extra days for that. Yeah. So um yeah, that's that that's uh, arguably the biggest release this week. Uh, in mm-hmm. addition, we have Blade Ballet coming out for the PS4 and PC. Brutal. That's with an at sign instead of the A and brute at, a brute at L. Uh, I don't know how you're supposed do to, you, to. Do
1: you know anything about that game?
0: Nothing. <laughs> absolutely nothing.
1: You really need to look this up, Charlie. Um, it right. is a game where you are you are in you just just google it just youtube it i i can't explain it to you in a way that's going to make any sense yeah you got to gotta, you
2: gotta say something man like
1: um so you're basically it it you, it's like a beat em up game where you you it starts top down in a map that looks like like asc2 art and you can drop down into that world like charlie screen sharing watch oh, okay it's actually really fucking neat. So you, the like, this is the level map. It's like ASC two art, and you drop down in real time into it, and it's it looks cool as shit. I've never seen anything kind of like it before. It's really neat.
0: <laughs> oh, this is yeah. It's it looks kind of like like if you've ever seen those like dance performances where people are wearing like the stage is yeah, entirely yeah, black and yeah, yeah, LED wearing, suits, like like LED suits or like black light sensitive suits. It looks a lot like mm-hmm. that. But it's like an arena combat game, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs>
2: maybe I'm just old, but what the fuck am I looking at right now?
1: It's
0: um, <laughs> I don't it's, it's actually
1: it's like a em up. It's like a hack and slash, but it's got a story and everything too. But it's, it's not like just, yeah.
2: they don't, they just didn't. Maybe they just didn't want to texture things. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Or, they're just like I just don't feel like doing this. I do that shit all the time. Where mm. I'm like, oh no, no, it ties into another song because I just didn't feel like writing a new one it's fine
0: <laughs> I was just saying well that's a that's a possibility um, <laughs> the uh, but uh, but yeah so uh, in addition Emily wants to play is coming out for the PS4 Ollie Ali at the combo edition on the PS4 Uno on the PS4 uh, Caldarius Blaze on the PS4 mm-hmm. and Indigo Prophecy uh, the PS4 yes re- wait PS4.
2: Like they're redoing they're redoing indigo prophecy i think it's just
1: a port it's, I don't think it's, it's the like a, the fahrenheit like hd yeah, upgrade that they did I'm, on pc is now coming out on ps4 i've
2: got it on my phone
1: yeah
0: oh nice. pretty cool it,
2: it works really well too
0: sorry didn't mean anything it's great no it's a great game um uh wednesday august 10th we're getting ray gigant i guess g-i-g-a-n-t on the pc Uh, Thursday, August 11th, X-Blade Lost Memories on the PC. And as I said, Friday, August 12th, No Man's Sky is getting its PC release. Uh, Looking into the future, Monday, August 15th, we're getting Conception 2, Children of the Seven Stars on the PC. Tuesday, August 16th, Valentino Rossi, the game day one edition on the PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, Inversus on the PS4 and the PC. 2064 Read-Only Memories on the PS4 and the Vita. Grow Up uh, is getting its release on the PC, the PS4, and the Xbox One. Uh, Dungeon Punks on the PC and the Vita. And Friday, August 19th, uh, Formula One 2016 is coming out on the PS1, the PS4, and the PC. Metroid Prime Federation Force, Love It or Hate It, is coming out on the 3DS. And Style Savvy Fashion Forward uh, is also coming out on the 3DS So that, one,
1: that last one sounds like a winner <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, entirely possible um, but yeah so No Man's Sky finally coming out
1: yeah, that's, I mean, you know, every week we talk about, well, what, what in that list sounds good, and I, I mean, I'm always for Indigo Prophecy coming out again, just because if you, if you have not played Indigo Prophecy, but you've played, like, Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls, it's David Cage and Quantic Dream did this game, this was actually their first one that they did that was, you know, commercially released, go play it, it's, even for its time, I was just playing it a couple months ago. On the PC just to see how it aged and now that it's got an upgraded frame rate and everything because the game had a really chuggy frame rate back in the day it still plays really really well and it's still this a yeah. really cool game Man, I love that game it I kind of gets you, a little you told weird, me you know? about
2: it years ago yeah. like 10, uh, 13 years ago I remember you telling me about it something like that and I remember being like you, like, you gotta
1: play this game you gotta God play this wait. game
2: and I was like "No." And then I did a couple of years down the line and I was like, You're totally right about this game. Nick
1: and I Nick and I have always had this <laughs> back and forth struggle with games where I, he's trying to get me to play something and I'm trying to get yeah, him to play something sure. and it's like uh like like what was the last thing? I can't remember what it was. There was something I was mm. just like, You gotta fucking play this game and he played it but on a barter, he's like, Fine, but you have to play this instead. I, it I think it was I think it was Eternal Darkness. It was Eternal Darkness. Sanity Requiem. Sanity, oh, that, Requiem. Was, and <laughs> that was I, like eleven years ago now. It was. No, I mean we've wow, we've, yeah. we've tried to get each other to play a few things since then. I think the most recent thing, I was like, you should really play this as is alien isolation because you like scary games.
2: <laughs> and I confused it with Colonial Marines. You did, which <laughs> That's is just not like the, the guy walks like Well have you ever seen that gif of the alien walking? And <laughs> it looks like it's it's the, it's
1: the best thing. Like it's like it's tiptoeing, like it's creeping. <laughs> I saw it. I cried. I think I, yeah, sometimes no. I pull it up and I just watch it. It's disturbing. No, it was not that yeah. one. And I think in exchange he wanted me to play. I don't. I don't remember what it is. It might have been um,
2: Batman
0: again.
1: Probably. <laughs> <So> <laughs> what a fucking surprise! He wanted me to play one of the Arkham games, and they weren't even out yet.
0: Yeah. Pretty, pretty much every, I imagine, pretty much every conversation with do guys ends with Nick saying, "But so, by the way, have you played Batman again?" Yeah. <laughs> no, no. But I mean, honestly,
1: half the time I'll call him and I'll go, "What are you, what are you playing?" He's like, I'm "Playing Arkham again." Playing Arkham Knight.
2: Yeah, man. I still haven't finished all the challenges. You know? Yeah. Seriously. Wow. Well, that that surprises me. Yeah. I've been busy. Like working and stuff.
1: I called him the other day and I was just like, "Telltale, Telltale Batman is out," and he goes, "Oh shit." Yeah, that? you, <laughs>
2: didn't, like, you yes. didn't know it wasn't on your calendar? No, no, no. no I, wow. yeah, I just I'm slipping, I'm slipping in my old age.
0: Well, um, I don't, I, yeah. I, I, don't know how to process that to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, so in, in case anybody is not familiar with um, uh, Indigo Prophecy slash Fahrenheit, um, in play case, you're, in, in case you're newer, yes, play it. Um, it is from the same studio that did uh, Beyond Two Souls from 2013 and Heavy Rain from 2010. Um, Uh, Excellent game. Really good game. Uh, Weird ending, but good game. Uh,
1: Heavy Rain was already 2010?
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. What
2: the
1: the fuck? That was
2: like
0: (laughs) almost seven years ago.
1: We're all going to be dead from old age soon.
0: Yeah. Uh, Fahrenheit was 2005. Yeah. That was 11 years ago that game came out. Man. Yep.
1: (laughs) Mind-boggling. But,
0: so... Um, but uh, so let, let's let's move on to uh, from games in the past slash what's coming out to what we played uh, this last week. So so Nick, we'll start with you. And so since obviously you're not with us week to week, you can talk about anything that you played since the last time you were on the show that you've been enjoying. Um, so uh, uh, we're we're gonna have we're gonna have a, a section where we talk about um, uh, Telltale Batman because we all we all finished the first okay. chapter, right? We all finished. It? I, yeah. I
1: did not finish the first chapter. Yeah, I, I have Jeff, I you, you have
3: one
0: job.
1: I finished. <laughs> I've, I'm on mm-hmm. chapter five of six, so I did not finish it. I'm sorry wow. to say, I I'm, I'll talk about what I've played up to that point. When you get to the point where you guys are going to talk spoilers, I will take my headphones off
2: and no. grab a drink. No, your punishment is you have to hear the spoilers. Nope,
1: nope. There's that's no your spoiler. punishment for failing your one job. There is no spoiler. There's only Zool
0: <laughs> So that that's the wrong property, but um, it is. It <laughs> is. So Nick, what um, what games you have you been enjoying?
2: Uh, I've I actually played Beyond Two Souls for PlayStation Four, like the uh, the uh, updated HD version that they did. They put out a pack where you could get Heavy Rain updated for PS4 and Beyond, uh, and of course I tore through Heavy Rain again. Uh, but then I did Beyond Two Souls, and God, what an incredible game!
0: Is that Just, your first playthrough of it?
2: Yeah, it was. You know, okay. I I hadn't I didn't play it when it first came out. Um, I think uh, yeah, I think it went right over my head. But man, I I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. I thought the music was incredible. The acting was incredible. By the end, I was so invested. I kind of wish there had been a little bit more choice, you know, in the in some of the uh, the options. I felt like most branching paths led to one conclusion, no matter what you did, because I did mm-hmm. play through it again. Um, and the PlayStation Four version has this very interesting uh, uh, post game kind of new game plus where you can put all of the memory sequences in the correct order, which was Thanks. something that, you know, if anyone who's played it knows that it was completely frantic and out of order. Um, so yeah, this new mode in the PlayStation 4 version puts everything, you know, right up. Oh! Oh, is that goat?
0: We, we have a goat. A goat just uh, hey! wandered into the podcast. Well
1: done, sir. Hey,
3: <laughs> hey Hold on. Let me catch up here.
0: All right. Um, so, uh, uh, mm, so, so um, sorry, Nick. Go ahead. Uh, uh, we're just three, we're just talking about uh, what, what. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're just uh, we're just we're we're talking about what games we've been playing. And so, Nick has just started. He's he uh, he's been playing Beyond Two Souls. So, sorry, Nick. Go ahead and continue.
2: No, it's okay. Uh, yeah. No, I got through that. I liked it. Um, I actually uh, put Arkham down for a while. Arkham Knight. Then I went back to it. I decided I needed to play through it again. Obviously. So there was that, uh, and of course, I, I I keep up on Metal Gear Five. I do a lot of the FOB stuff. They put in some new expansion stuff recently. Oh, Pretty I didn't cool. know that. Cool. Yeah, they they seem to update that game for free a lot, which and is something I really like. Like
0: I haven't seen I haven't seen that that they do
2: they don't they don't publicize it at all. They just do it like I it's, like I you know I log into my Metal Gear Five uh, account, and then all of a sudden there's hey I got new stuff. That's weird. Weapons and costumes, stuff that, wasn't in the, that that just weren't in the game before. So, you know, I always play that. I, I've been playing Injustice Mobile for three years. <laughs> you know? Like, it's getting disturbing. But they just put in a new Suicide Squad pack, so they put Deadshot in and a lot of cool, a lot of cool stuff like that. And uh, uh, I've actually downloaded the uh, Arkham Underworld app for the phone. And I've been playing that a little bit.
0: I don't know about this. What is this?
2: It's a, it's a riff off of uh, the Arkham series where you play as villains. Oh. And you kind of, you like build your own little criminal empire. And it's, I hear it's like a, what is that? Clash of Empire? or I I don't know. Clash of something. Clash of Clans. Clash of Clans. And they say it's kind of like that. Um, only it seems a, a little less like Rippy offie, but, you know, it's a phone game, so at some point it's going to try to steal my money. All right. Yeah, yeah. So that's, oh, that's anything,
0: what i am doing. Anything else aside from, obviously, Telltale
2: Batman? Uh, Telltale Batman's the most recent one, but uh, I'm trying to think. DCU Online, when I have time. Okay. Always play that. Always like it. Cool stuff. Good game. Uh, oh, Until Dawn.
1: Essentially, oh, uh, everything um, DC and Batman is what <laughs> yeah it does.
2: It's usually where I stick to. But Until Dawn, another one that just incredible. Absolutely loved it.
1: I heard nothing but good things about that game. I, I did not have an opportunity to play it because I don't a PlayStation 4, but I heard Ooh, nothing but good things about it. It's a
2: very it. it's a very cool game, very immersive. I really like it. The acting's incredible. Um uh I think it's uh, Hayden Panettiere and uh Rami Malik, you know, who played Claire on Heroes and Mr. Robot are pretty much the main stars. Very good oh, game. Okay.
1: Nice. Really, really ridiculous, like, facial animations in that game. Like, they yeah, did you know, a really good job to capture it. It in, looks but,
2: incredible. Yeah. It's just, you see the amount of work they put into it, and you're just like, whoa, damn. Yeah. You know, and it, it's, uh, they actually, you're actually invested in characters. You don't want them to die. Interesting. You know? Kind
1: of cool. I, know also, I sound like they, a psycho... Uh, Kind of a Telltale style game too. That, yeah. That's one of those games that took from the Telltale style and kind of, um, you know, put their own twists and spins on on the, that style of play.
0: Yeah. All right. So um, we'll 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 jump back into uh, into goats and see joining us. Goat, how how uh, how, uh, how much time do you have with us this evening? Uh,
3: let's see what time is it. I have about thirty minutes. To do.
0: Okay. So uh so briefly wh- uh, what are where are you? I I we kind of covered it a little bit as far as wh- why you weren't here at the top of the show but just to kind of refresh us in case we
3: got anything wrong, uh where are you and what are you doing? Well, is, I'll, I'll be honest with the listeners. There was an issue between John and Charlie and I and I was suspended from ah, from that's, service that's for bullshit. about 35 minutes. Bullshit. Lies. Lies. It's like it's it's hockey rules. <laughs> i
0: mean it's uh you know it's uh, it's 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 realistic but it's lies <laughs> so, uh but no but, but seriously, you are uh, you are on the west coast
3: yes i'm out in the uh the, the warm los angeles as they call it here. <laughs>
0: But, uh, so, I think Goat's trying to rejoin us. We'll uh, we'll catch back up with him when he comes back. But, um, so, uh, John, what have you been playing this last week? I tried to switch it
1: up a little bit this week and try something a uh, little different. So, uh, aside from Telltale Batman, um, I played a um, couple of PC titles. I played a game called Dex, which is, like, a really interesting, like, hand-drawn, pixelated... Um, Side-scroller, very Blade Runner-ish, got RPG elements, you pick up items in, you know, inventory, and um, it's a really cool game. It's just a hand-drawn side-scroller, like, action game, and with RPG elements, and they, you know... Uh, steampunk sci-fi story is the best thing that I could think of to to relate it to. But uh, yeah, it was it, that was fun. I didn't finish it. I don't know how long it is, but I'm, I'm going to keep playing through that. Um, I started playing. I've been installing some of the disgusting like backlog of uh, games that I have for my, my PC and my Steam account that I should really catch up on, but instead just keep buying new games and adding to the pile of misery that befits me for the rest of my life. And
0: Are you are you a victim of Humble Bundle sickness as well?
1: Of course I am. You know yeah. I am, Charlie. <laughs> and I think it's, uh, here, let me, what was the, what was it, how you could check out, like, your, uh, your total oh, time, your, wasn't it Steam?
0: Oh, I don't remember. Oh, God.
1: Uh, I bet you that's gone up since then. I'm actually, I'm live Googling right now. Um,
0: well, while 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 you're pulling that yeah, up, is there anything else you played?
1: Yeah, I played. Um, I did play uh, another game called uh, Shadow Warrior, which is like a first-person uh, sword fighting game where it's like a big story. You know, Yakuza game, and you're fighting off people, and really a good-looking game actually. Um, that's a uh, kind of cool, just uh, story-driven. You're in the Yakuza, and everything's kind of crazy. Uh, Then I played um, some more Killer Instinct because I now have an Arcade, uh, Killer Instinct uh, Arcade Stick, one of the Mad Cat's Arcade Sticks, which I have sought an Arcade Stick uh, for many, many years of my life and now finally have one, and the one that I wanted, which is a Killer Instinct 2 Arcade Stick, or a Killer Instinct uh, Arcade Stick. So, um, What else did I play? Uh, I played some more Grand Theft Auto Online. Charlie, got to get on that, man. We need to play it so We bad. do. We, do. It's, we absolutely do. It's so much ridiculous, stupid-ass fun. Um, Nick still hasn't played Grand Theft Auto 5, but he should. You no, should play GTA online. It is some of the most fun I've had online in a game for years. Do you own
0: it, okay. Nick? I don't. Oh, okay. We uh, Well, you don't have an Xbox One, though, do you?
1: Mm-mm.
0: Oh, man. PC and PlayStation.
1: Yeah, Nick's a PlayStation guy, man. He's a diehard Sony man.
0: That's fair. It's just, not, it's just unfortunate you wouldn't be able to play with us if you mm-hmm. didn't I know.
1: Um, I also played... Um, so, so. Uh, oxen Free, if you guys remember, we talked about that game in releases months ago. Um, Is I'm it sorry. a horror game? Is it no. like Ollie Oxen Free and then the no. thing jumps <laughs> out at you? <laughs> Surprisingly. <laughs> Nothing no. like that? Damn. Oh, no, it's not. Though in our QA section, uh, Darcy has hijacked Mark's account and says hi to Nick.
2: Oh, tell, yeah. tell Dee I said hey.
1: You don't have to because she oh. can hear you. Oh, hey, Dee. How you doing? <laughs> you know, it's a live broadcast. Oh, that's right. I forgot I just wasn't, you know, sitting in the studio talking to myself
2: like I usually do. That's to. right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Crazy bastard. Um, that is, uh, aside from Telltale Batman, that is everything I had time to play this week. Oxenfree, I'm too early in to really comment on, um, you know, and... Uh, Shadow Warrior and Dex are exactly what I explained to me though I do recommend that you guys do try uh Dex if if you like that sort of game. Look it up. It's you'll you like it. It's it's cool. Okay.
0: Go do we have your audio back? Uh, do you?
3: Yes, yeah. yes we I do. I believe we do. Okay.
0: Yeah.
3: All right. All right. So, um, too much going on. <laughs>
0: that, that's fair. Um, okay, so uh, so so you are off um on the tours with the things and um but you'll be back in the stu- you'll be back at, uh, virtually in the studio next week, correct?
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. just out doing that pre production.
0: Awesome. Um, so, um, have you had a chance to play anything while you've been away?
3: Uh, or the time no, you well, I was, before you went away, I suppose, to. Well, I did Telltale Batman, and I want episode two now. <laughs> I did
1: right not now. finish it, so shut your dirty mouth.
0: Spoiled oh, mind. you know, John, exactly. Think, uh, think, audio went away again.
1: That's right, because the video game gods were fucking smiting you for trying to spoil shit. Goddamn goat,
0: goat. You may need to, go you, you, you may need to go audio only. Goddamn goat, goddamn.
1: Goat. We need to turn that into a hashtag for our show. Goddamn
0: hashtag goat. goddamn goat. I mean, I mean, I think goddamn it, goat is basically a, a show catchphrase already. <laughs> Um, but yeah, go. To, it looks like you might be having bandwidth issues, and so you might need to go video only if you can still hear me, or audio only, I should say.
3: <clears throat> uh, Is that better? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Much better. Okay. Yeah, you don't need to see my smiling face. But well- I <laughs>
1: I just want to take a second to say with as much love as I can possibly muster that Nick, you look like an asshole with that mask on. <laughs> yeah,
3: take, take it off. Take, take off the mask.
1: No, no, leave it on.
3: Actually, you know no, what? No, take, take leave it
1: off. it off until it's time for Telltale Batman and then put it back on. <laughs> that's, when, that's when you put on the Batman mask.
3: Well, well, so, but actually on that note... Wait, um, wait. Set well, Fem- see, look, look, no change. The mask is off, still an asshole. <laughs> Shit!
1: Goddamn goat! I was
2: hopeful that I wouldn't need surgery.
3: Oh, you're the reason surgery was invented. Oh my god! Suddenly, <laughs> so because in mirrors,
2: um, he's just talking tough because he's not in the same room as me. State time zones. <laughs> when he comes back, I'll cry while he beats the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> amazingly i I have to go to him next weekend (laughs) anyways
0: (laughs) so uh, go while we still have you while 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 you're here um let's have our our spoiler filled talk about um about season about episode one of uh, telltale batman um okay so the uh batman's in it yeah, yes, th- this is true. I yeah. told
3: you not to ruin it for me. Got surprise cameo okay. by Bruce Wayne. So, <laughs> surprise. Um, okay, so um so
0: f- for for the listeners/viewers, slash um if you don't want if you haven't played it yet and you care about spoilers, um if you're watching live, just put us on mute for a little bit and when when Nick takes the Batman mask off, that's how you know we're done talking about Batman. Um, so, so it's Nick it's got, so, Yeah, so put <laughs> yeah, There you go. So, so the mask is going back on. So when you see Nick take the mask off, we're done talking about Batman. <laughs> Uh, for the audio listeners give us like maybe maybe like 5 minutes or so just skip through a little bit here uh yeah. we, t- we we shouldn't talk about it th- maybe maybe 10 well maybe 50, maybe half an hour
3: um but um, <laughs> it's, it's it's too uh, I don't think we could really punch out 45 minutes on this <laughs> well I, I it's possible but we'll we'll do
0: our best to keep it uh, uh contained a little bit here so um uh, so spoiler, spoiler free, uh spoiler filled excuse me discussion about episode one of batman telltale um which we don 't normally do but um this is time sensitive and i, I need I, I go i think i 'm with you in that I need to talk about what that what 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 happened in that game um yeah oh yeah. This is um, so. So this is a um, this is a twist to the to the to the Batman Bruce Wayne lore that I personally have not come across before. Now I'm not a big follower of the comic books and uh, you know all, all the various you know avenues of Batman's story. Is this something we've seen before?
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna before Nick starts. I'm gonna just say this. I finished up to chapter four where you get done interrogating that guy that's hanging upside down when you kind of do the little detective bit. Kind of put everything together. I thought you said chapter five. I said I got to the end of chapter four, it started on chapter five <laughs> and then I had to stop. Like I stopped right before I got on to, to do the show tonight, so I really couldn't cram in anymore.
3: So did you um, did you break it or make it?
1: Uh what, you talking about his arm? Yeah. I did not break his arm, no. You puss. <laughs> no, I didn't I wouldn't break his arm. Do you know why I broke
2: the shit out of his arm?
1: I'll, t- I'll tell I'll tell you why I didn't in a minute, and that's part of what fascinates me with this game. But go ahead.
0: Well, okay, so so uh, okay, so so let's kind of go through the game a little bit here, and then John can kind of mute himself at the end when we get to talk about the the kind of like the the the, the plot. Once you get we past chapter four. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so first of all, um, out of all the Telltale games I've seen, do you guys agree that this, by far, by far and away, has the most quick time events in it? Like. By like yeah. double of anything. Oh else? yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. yeah. The, the action's
3: awesome. Yeah. It it, it it I mean, before you had to keep your hands in the controller, but this one you literally have to keep your hands in the controller. You have to be fast in that controller, and I love it.
0: Yeah, no, agreed. There, um, you know, it, so for anybody who's played a lot of the Telltale games before, um, there have been sequences like you can almost just play it one handed, like you know. I, there have been times where I just had my hand kind of like passively on the controller, and then like every now and then you've got to like you know have a dialogue choice, or in the case of Walking Dead, all of a sudden there'll be a jump scare where you, where a zombie breaks in and you got to like do like maybe three or four quick time events to you know get past the sequence. No, this game has the the, the very first like battle sequence of this game, I think, has more quick time events the entire than the entire. Of the first episode of like Walking Dead, like it is. This is an action game well, more more than mm-hmm. any more than any others for sure. It's cool. Yeah, games, but this cool.
1: is Nick's first Telltale game,
0: uh, by the oh, way. Oh, really? Okay. So, yeah. I'm oh, surprised. So I'm, surprised that you didn't man. Do, um, I'm surprised you didn't do Wolf Among Us, Nick. Uh, I have been.
1: That's alley. what it is. That's what I've been trying to get him to play for like the uh, last two uh, fucking <laughs> years. Fucking play it. <laughs>
0: you reminded him. No, no, Nick. Seriously, though, um, I was in the same boat. I had not played Wolf Among Us, um, and um, just because I, I, did, I didn't know the property, I wasn't familiar with it. I had mm-hmm. no like pretty much everything else Telltale that's come out. Like I already knew and was interested in the property, so that's kind of what got me into playing it. Wolf Among Us. I'm just like, oh, I guess it's a comic book, whatever. No, it's <laughs> ser- seriously play it. It is. It is really. It is just as good of a game as it, any other. It's. I actually I
2: actually own it. It's loaded on my PC, the one that I'm talking to you through right now. I just ha- I just haven't played it. If, if well, I mean, if you can, if,
3: go can, ahead, you, go can you uh, multitask here? We can you get two things done at once. All right, sure. <laughs> I'll play it while we're while we're
2: doing. It. Don't do that. <laughs> Why is Nick drooling? Why is he eating the from a jar? Why is he like?
3: Because <laughs> he has no internet. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um. um
0: but uh yeah no but okay so 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 are you guys all liking the more action it sounds like we're all liking yes and i kind of feel like it has to
1: it has to include a lot more quick time events and action stuff because the the average batman fan is going to be coming off of the arkham games which gives you full control over everything batman does all the time and then you go to this which is so much more passive and he still does awesome things you're just not controlling all of the awesome things he does so you Hmm. you you have to ramp up the action to kind of try and meet those people in the middle so that they don't feel disappointed by it because i'm sure that for somebody like nick who is a seasoned um you know arkham arkham player brother that i'm sure it was probably the pacing probably felt a little slow to you compared to what you're used to in a, a batman adventure these days i'm batman (laughs) <laughs> that is yeah. the only and appropriate response uh,
2: no I, I i thought it was a pretty good i I liked the balance I like QuickTime events and games and uh you know if you're a musician and you play QuickTime events you have super reflexes, which is always awesome. It's true. you're just like bam <laughs> bam bam rhythm you know mm-hmm. um but I think yeah, I don't know like i i I like that it was different. I liked that they weren't afraid to do different things instead of just, you know, regurgitating something we've seen before. I mean, I, I liked the character designs, you know. I, maybe I'm getting too far ahead, but, you know.
1: No, here, not but. at all. Not yeah, at all. It's yeah. perfect.
2: Yeah, you know, I thought those were, I thought like, I, I thought it was some of the stuff that they were doing was bold, though I will say that the majority of it, I felt like, I felt like they were the characters we knew the the way that we know them. Yeah. You
3: know, there like, there were a couple of on movies. that though. Go ahead, go. Not not to like talk over your job, but on that, the characters we know. Does anybody else like? I mean, is it just me or like, I, I dare fucking Alfred was a dick in this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he is kind of a dick. Yeah, like he's kind of yeah, like,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, fuck yeah. you, Bruce. And I was like, oh, yeah. you're yeah. the help. I think that he was he was
1: being. I think he was being exactly what they what they usually make Alfred these days,
3: which is his constant trying man. to keep no him his. Being, he, but his you know. conscience was really old and crotchety this time. <laughs> so he yeah, was cute. basically. It, it reminded me of it like John, true. like get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was actually like... agree with that. He was
2: kind of he was kind of harsh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But um so speaking of some of the other characters, um this is a definitely a different take on on uh on Oswald Cobblepot than we've seen Hugely before. Hugely
1: different. I Actually, yeah. that I mean, was a little
3: to me, actually. I don't know how, when he moved, but, and you get a park, that's cool.
1: <laughs> no, never mind British, so <laughs> yeah, much as being, dark. you know, Bruce Wayne's
3: friend, and, uh, Oh, now Bruce can have friends? Super See, young. now and,
2: I know that there have been versions where the Cobblepots and the Waynes had history, you know, but I've never seen a version where they were, like, genuinely friends, when I read the description it said an old childhood friend I thought they were talking about Thomas Elliott
3: who is well, uh, Yeah lush. but we already yeah we already but That's pretty of, cool. Yeah. yeah the, see, I, don't know, I kind of get it as they were like old college buddies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah I thought that it was the the feeling that they gave us. Yeah. Yeah yeah.
1: yeah for
2: sure. I like their their version of penguin because um, I think that they weren't, you know, they didn't feel like they had to stick to what the, what has been put before.
1: And I I like everything I like all of the characters and relationships in it so far because the difference between this and and something like Arkham is is that the this is a more grounded story this is a more the I would put this less on the like fantastical like crazy side of Arkham and more on like somewhere between that and the grounded nature of like the Nolan Batman movies where it's supposed to be a little more real world yeah. and a little See, less over
3: the top. John I'd put this I, when I was playing through this I. I I got the real good feeling that this is what Gotham should have been.
1: Yes, the show, the TV show. Yeah, 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 yeah I'll say that absolutely. absolutely.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'll agree with that entirely. I, sure. will, I will say just a quick non, just a quick, just a quick sidebar. Are you guys? Are you? Have you guys watched Gotham? Are you guys caught up on it? Did just the
1: first body? season of it, because it's not good.
0: <laughs> I watched some of the second season.
2: <laughs>
3: oh, oh man, I got to the Joker episode and I had to walk away. It was not pretty. <laughs>
0: Well, but you know that wasn't the Joker, right? Mm-hmm. I don't care. still <laughs> not pretty.
3: <laughs> it wasn't the was, Joker. It was just the Joker. I, I think I was looking for my exit, and I took that one just because it was the closest one to get out. <laughs> okay. um, I, I'll say that
0: um, I, I did catch up and finish the second season. Um, it is still not a great series, but it is getting better. It is getting more interesting. They added getting a name
3: rather- to, it to it, didn't they?
0: Uh, uh, just kind of a sort of pseudo subtitle just for the second season, like Rise of the Villains or something like that, okay. something stupid. They stole sort of my question. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but um, it, it it it's it's gotten better. You know, making Fish Mooney not a regular character. uh oh. quite a bit because I could not stand terrible, it. Oh. absolutely oh.
2: awful man. Uh, How about option three? Eee. Eh. <laughs> What? how about that's never an option for anyone ever? How about I dig my own eyes out? Nah.
0: They had um they had an episode on where they had um uh uh uh, uh Paul Rubens um guest star as um yeah. the, the the senior cobblepot, yeah. Yes. yeah
2: he, so did particular. he reprise his role from Batman uh, Returns? Technically I think so. Yeah. Essentially. Oh. oh I guess he was uh,
3: yeah. he, he was he was Dan DeVito's dad, which is just all yes. sorts of weird I
0: forgot about that. No that's, that's be David be his dad. Uh-huh. But yeah. So, anyways, uh, back, back back to the game. Um, it
1: does definitely feel like like what if Gotham actually you know fucking had Batman in it? Uh, See, and that's the problem with
2: Gotham is that you just end up in a show with all of Batman's villains. And and no
1: Batman. Nick and Nobody I. Nobody wants s- that show. Have said for years that the and and not to divert too far from the point, but in the is- instance of something like Gotham. And in the instance of something like uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the reason those shows don't work is because nobody wants a fucking superhero-less superhero show. Let alone, don't not put Batman in a fucking Batman show. But don't also, not put, you know. It's how crazy. negative are
2: we that we were like Telltale Batman's great. Let's fucking tear something down.
1: <laughs> no, the <laughs> plan- no, say, no, rocks. not at all. Let's find not at all. Not tearing off. something down. It's it's a comparison of that. If you were to do something, if, if yeah, you were to do something no, like right, Telltale Batman right. for yeah. Gotham, it would totally work. It's it would totally work. <laughs> this rocks. You know what sucks.
3: So oh, I mean, this is all, all we were saying was that Telltale did it right and Fox did it wrong. The only yes. thing yeah.
1: to me that is was a convenient relationship in that first chapter that seemed really awkward to me was Harvey Dent and Selena Kyle. Like Harvey did
3: yeah, Selena yeah, but, Kyle I mean, would seem a little but, odd. No, but look how hot Selena Kyle is. Like I don't know. Do like that dude has <laughs> everything that, to do with that. That dude is so
1: hellbent on making sure he wins his his campaign. And what mm-hmm. he's working on, that he would not be seen with her dressed the way she was with a fucking black eye in public. That which just would not happen on a Florida yeah. That though. is a
0: very good point. That she was sick, dressed yeah. in
1: like like she looked like a biker chick, man. Like, like yeah, when she was, was cool. at the the cafe with them, like his, flat head to toe in leather. Can we also his, talk about how I really liked that they
2: didn't do the whole cat and mouse bullshit? That immediately it was like, oh, you're Batman.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah I was okay with that actually. Yeah, I
2: thought that was good because we've uh, seen that story a million times. Mm-hmm. Like I never want to see Bruce Wayne's parents get shot again. Never, yeah. please not <laughs> ever again. Never,
1: please yeah. no more.
3: Dozens and dozens of times, but uh, I, I do like the uh, the political side of it too, with the decision making, where you have to like kind of play the PR side of it, or you can yeah. play the, the yeah. vigilante the side of it. So. I was like, that was an interesting, interesting little like twist.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, so kind of uh, to expand on that a little bit, just the um, with how much they're and they said this ahead of time. Telltale came out you know, when they when they were when they were when they were promoting the game. They said like, you know, one of the things we're going to focus on is how difficult it is for Bruce Wayne to be both both Bruce Wayne and Batman. So we you know that's mm-hmm. kind of the the, the situation we're going to put the player in in a lot of times. Pretty cool. And um, so so yeah, the fact the fact that we're really seeing that side of what it's like to be Bruce Wayne, I think is probably my favorite part of the entire game. Because I've been Batman a whole bunch of times. You know, we've all been Batman a whole bunch of times. Um, <laughs> but this is, the, this is the first time I feel like I've been Bruce Wayne. You know what yeah. I mean? And I, I'm, I'm really enjoying that. Yeah, um, yeah I like that too.
1: Yeah, I think when they first announced you were going to be, be able to play as both Batman and Bruce Wayne, I think a lot of people are intrigued to see how it was that they handled. Um,
2: I want like an open world game where I can just be like, oh, I'm Bruce Wayne now, now I get to take out the yacht. So,
3: hold it, hold it. So, you want Grand Theft Batman? Yes! Yes!
2: Yes! yes. Like I just want to do Blow with Strippers and Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> and then put on my big <laughs> erotic bat suit and punch people who did bad things. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's what he does. Like, you know, he's just like, yeah. I'm better than you! I have money! And then he just punches <laughs> people he, who he, thinks, uh, did bad things. He,
0: He's oh, not wrong. God. He's yeah, not it's wrong. He's right. Fucked up, yeah, man. That's yeah. fucked that, up. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so then, so then, let's talk about. Um, uh, so. so uh, we'll, Let's talk about the ending of, oh, yeah. of the chapter.
1: This so. is the point in time in which I'm going to Where you to, take your
0: punishment and you listen.
1: I'm going to drop out for just a second and go grab a beverage. I'll be John, right. Now there. John,
0: in, in fairness, I'm just going to say this is not this is not like the most earth-shattering spoiler in the world. So I I I I
3: would be curious to hear your It thoughts. is episode 1. Yeah. Okay. You have you have four more episodes, five more episodes to get the earth-shattering spoiling going on. Sure. <laughs> sure. I mean,
2: at the end it says
3: Chapter two. <laughs> it's true. It's true.
1: Um, I'm gonna and, go get and, my drink. And, I'll be right back.
3: Oh. Okay. So worst case scenario, you start chapter two and it says this is and, what you missed in chapter one.
1: And I'll be, I'll be absolutely <laughs> thrilled to tell you what I think on next week's episode of Gamer Headroom. Oh. Uh,
3: all right. Go, man, go, bowing out like a bitch.
1: I go. got like I've got like less than an hour left to play. Go, man. go, get don't you The fail is hard with this one. Don't you sass you, me, Charlie? You, so at the
0: end of episode we find out that Bruce Wayne's parents uh, were uh, were basically uh, uh, supposedly associated with the mob, um, and yeah, uh, they were they were mob bosses yeah well, well, supposedly now, I know in in true telltale fashion, this could turn out to not actually be true in the case no, like, probably this is, not this is the cliffhanger that they're, that they're that they're leaving us with, you know yeah. to
3: get us looking forward to episode two, but um yeah the, I say uh, that the alfred's uh, actually the brother of Faconi.
0: Whoa, that would be a big twist so so yeah uh, so so we haven't mentioned one of the you know for in case you're in case you're listening to this and don't mind the spoilers but haven't played the game uh, one of the one of the characters we haven't mentioned is that um uh, Falcone, uh, you know the, the the big crime boss is uh, is one of the main uh, antagonists in the game yeah. and um, mm-hmm. uh, it, the at the end of the first episode it's uh he basically accuses um well, it, it sort of comes out a little bit and then he confirms. That supposedly the Waynes were just as much involved in the in the crime of Gotham than anybody else. Um, but like, wouldn't I think they that's be? Kind of fascinating.
2: You know, like I feel like in real life
0: they would totally. They you know they be
2: to some extent.
3: Well, they run the a city. Oh, about it, you know. Like, yeah. if you run a city and you're the biggest business in town, you're going to run into the underbelly of town at some point because they're going to want right. to work with you.
0: Yes, but the implication is that they were like mob bosses. Like it, 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 it's not that they weren't. It's not that they were aware of it. It's not that they were that they were cohabitating with it. Mm-hmm. It's that they were actively involved. Is the implication I got.
2: So right. the reason that this didn't blow my mind is because there is a book called Wayne of Gotham. It's a novel, very well written. Loved it. Uh, graphic Audio did a an audio drama based oh. on it. And, man, they killed it. Uh, if you – you know, I'm pl- I'm totally plugging graphic audio right now. Uh, you see their shit in truck stops all the time, all their CDs and stuff. But you can download their stuff relatively cheap, and they do all of these great graphic novels and great, uh, you know, uh, novelizations. And they do, like, full voice acting, casts, music. And, man, they always kill it. It's really good stuff. So if you don't want to read it, I would say go over to Graphic Audio. Pick up a copy of Wayne of Gotham, and it's pretty breezy, listen, it's not too long. But uh, this story in particular uh, hit on the exact same subject, which was you know, are Bruce Wayne's parents dirty? You know, are they who they claim to be? Is it, you know? And so there was, there, you could see that there were some tones of that in this story, and uh, I'm glad they decided to go there because it was a good book. Pretty interesting.
0: Um,. Yeah, I'm looking this up right now.
3: Um, yeah, I was hoping that um Shirley's going to be deep into the Batman reading by the time this podcast is over. Well, I was
0: I was, I, I, I was hoping that <laughs> I was hoping that the audio drama might be on Audible and it does not appear that it is. Yeah, you um, usually have to just download it from graphic audio. They give you like MP3s or whatever. Okay. Yeah, I have an audible subscription, so nice. I, that would have been nice. But uh yeah. Uh, but, anyways, um cool. So okay, so 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 this concept is something that you've come across before. And do you yeah. do you find it to be
3: believable?
2: Yeah. No, I mean I think I would, it's totally I mean,
3: believable. I mean I wouldn't I, say believable, I'd say plausible. Okay.
2: I mean in Wayne of Gotham, uh you know, spoilers like it was kind of you know a lot of what was being put out there turned out to not be true so basically there were but there was some truth to some of it like it wasn't as yeah. bad as it seemed but there was truth to some some element to it you know and I think that that's you know kind of like in real so life the, you know?
3: so you do a minor thing and the media blows it up to you killed a human and took over a country when all you did was you forgot to pay for your paper and coffee on the way to work
2: pretty much <laughs> exactly perfect exact same thing <laughs> You reads the book and that's exactly what happened. Like <laughs> you're like, oh shit! No, it's a. Uh, it was a. Uh, yeah, like I said, it was. It's an interesting concept, and I think, uh, you know, for anyone that's that's into DC Comics or universe, we see that in like Flashpoint Paradox. Thomas Wayne is Batman. Bruce Wayne got shot in the alley. You know, uh, Martha Wayne ended up becoming the Joker. You know, mm-hmm. so like we've seen. Uh, a little bit more into Thomas Wayne in the last 15 years of mythology that they've written. And, uh, yeah, he seemed to be a little bit less moral <laughs> than Batman yeah. than Bruce Wayne was like, cause I mean, when you think about it, Bruce Wayne's got this example in his mind of his parents and who they are. They're these white knights, uh, uh, you know, on unicorns in his mind. Mm-hmm. Like, but they're just people and people fuck things up.
3: Mm hmm. You know. Well, that and you don't get to be that po- that powerful by being nice at points.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true too. And that's funny because in every iteration we've ever seen of Batman in film or anything like that, it's just like these perfect people that are always mm-hmm. there, you know. And it's like every every version of them we we see, they're just like the best everything, and then they're just yeah.
0: like, you know. Is it safe? Nope, not yet. The, the this despite our um, our advisory to our video watchers that when nick takes off the batman mask it's safe oh, yeah. it's, it's actually not safe yet <laughs>
3: <laughs> you'll never be
2: safe <laughs>
0: Um, so, so uh, Dar- Darcy commented. She said uh, it's believable based on the amount of Batman lore you read, both mainstream alternate timelines, etc. Which I believe is suggesting that it's believable because basically anything is possible because of all the different
3: variations. Oh yeah, saw. at this point, Batman's done everything from right. owning a carnival to you know door-to-door salesman <laughs> of vacuums.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I love I love those old Silver Age comics where it's I must Robin. I must wear a different colored bat suit every night! But why, Batman? <laughs> you know.
3: Fashion, boy, fashion. Sure.
2: Or I like the zebra Batman. They should make that an unlockable costume. You should be able to play through <laughs> as the zebra Batman.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should do an animal print section. For they totally our, should. For Arkham Knight.
2: <laughs> and you're right, though. They're, they've they done every insane version of Batman Whoa. you
3: could possibly do. Batman, Batman's been from, what, the thirty eight. Is that when he started? Yeah, 38. 48. 38, so. Yeah. So, um, he's had some time to do some shit, and he has.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, this... I. I don't know, that's crazy. I like the, uh, the Elseworld, uh, Superman issue where the, uh, the, uh, Kal El's pod crashed into Wayne Manor.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: So instead of having Bruce Wayne having a son, they raised Clark Kent as Bruce Wayne. <laughs> and, like, when his parents got shot, he, like, Burn Joe Chill's face off. <laughs> Seriously, he became Batman. He was like wow. he was Superman. He was Kal El, but he was flying around in the Batman suit, like this pissed off looking Batman suit, killing everything that moved. I was just Interesting. like, yeah. wow, See, cool
3: it's, book. It's all this weird stuff that I hope Telltale actually pulls out and like goes behind the scenes and like we've seen the <laughs> the normal Batman's a million times. Like Telltale, I hope does this whole like. Remember this book? It was printed for a month and it was a trade of three issues, and we took most of the story where you never knew this was a thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I feel like they're kind of exploring some of that though, and it's cool, mm-hmm. you know? So, was there anything about the episode that you guys did not like, that was really just like, oh, that that didn't fit, or that wasn't, that was weird? The music. Yeah? Hated the score. Okay. Hated it.
1: I thought not... the, little, the little quiet bits were okay.
2: Yeah, some there were like more some more... okay like bell moments, right? Like piano moments? Little twinkle just... bits? Like music always sticks out in my head and after playing Beyond Two Souls, which had an incredible score, and then going and then playing this and you're like, This sound it sounded cheap. Like it it genuinely to me sounded like they used really low quality equipment.
3: And you're sitting there going like, come on. You're also talking about a twenty-five dollar game in series, as opposed to a sixty-dollar game in full.
2: I'm right here. They could have just called me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come
1: on. We talked. About, Nick and I talked about that on the phone uh, We said the same thing. I don't know, this, man. We just called you. This entire know, moment. Man. You know, Nick's light, entire life has been leading up to this moment, and they blew it.
3: You blew <laughs> it, Telltale. I, 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 I don't know. Like after fuck the after the great squid, after the great squid entrance of. Uh, what was that? 05? Oh, I don't. The great squid entrance. Here, what was that? A snail.
2: So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing. Um, I was doing some work for Day One Studios. Uh, I, the first-person shooter Fear Three. I wrote some combat music for, and they had this. <laughs> they really liked the theme that I wrote. They were like, "This is cool. This is cool." But uh, we need to show you. <laughs> why this is strange and they played the music and it was like this huge bombastic like you know choir and bah, bah, you know kind of cue and then there's this little slug coming at the player and it's just this huge bombastic score and I was like I was like well you know some notes on what we're fighting would probably help you know <laughs> like, they were like no no we're going to use this for a different part but man this, and we just we laughed at it for like 30 minutes we kept replaying it like, See, but th- that's why you didn't get Batman. Batman <laughs> one misstep. I didn't get Batman. <laughs> that's it. Well, technically, they didn't get Batman either. You know? <laughs> yeah. they, they wanted Batman. <laughs> they showed me their uh, Gotham by Gaslight
1: game. Yeah, man, what yeah, a shame that Batman never happened. Game.
2: Yeah, yeah, they were developing it, and uh, yeah, we talked about it. And surprisingly enough, the, people will be shocked to hear this. At the time, Arkham Asylum had just come out, and I played through it, and I was not a fan. The first really? one. So I, Nah, mm. not a fan of the first game, still. I just think it's kind of weird and clunky. Huh. Weird game to me. Like, you don't put Batman in a win one building. It's like the time they did that shitty Spider-Man
3: well, game. According to last time. week's... Yeah, yeah. According yeah. to last week's episode, we didn't put him in a corner either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, alright, gents. I have to jet. I have a million things to do that aren't this.
2: <laughs> okay, dude!
3: <laughs> understandable go thanks very much for
0: hanging out Um, briefly Mm -hmm. is there anything else you is there anything you want to say to people about uh, anything you want to plug or mention Um, uh,
3: if everybody could just uh, spam the guy with the red banner and the Batman mask to get my album done that'd be great
1: And there's your response. That's crazy eyes. You get crazy eyes. That's what you get. Yeah, whatever.
3: <laughs> so, but other than that, I'll have more details as as details otherwise. Sounds good. But right now, it's all under Iron Curtain, and, and things will be fun. All right.
0: Take care, and uh, safe travels back.
3: Indeed. Yeah, hopefully. I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm. Later, gents.
0: Later. Bye.
1: Um. But you asked, "What was was there anything we didn't like about the episode? Uh, just the coincidental odd relationship between, uh, you know, um, mm-hmm. Selena Kyle and uh, Harvey Dent is really odd.
0: Plus, yeah. Harvey's like hair that.
1: looks really weird. <laughs>
2: yeah, his hair was his, his hair
0: was very like. Um, hey, so
2: did it, you guys let him
0: come in? Did you guys
2: let him come into the meeting? Yes. Really, I was like, wait outside. Fuck. Boy. I made him wait
1: outside. I let him in. No, I was, I was like trying to do the...
0: I figure, like, whatever's happening in this room, I'm going to want to witness. Oh, that's, that's like, what I, I wanted I want, like, to... the option to be like, yes, Harvey, you can come
2: in, but you have to sit on my lap the whole time. <laughs> the, 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 like, I want to be able to do weird shit. Like, I want to be able to say, like, you have to sit on my lap, and then Bruce Wayne is petting him like a cat.
1: While I, had, about I had... Jesus Christ, that's weird. Um, Think
2: about it. It'd be hilarious.
1: The the thing <laughs> that I was going to... No, because it's uncomfortable. That's creepy, man. Nobody wants to see Bruce Wayne petting Harvey (laughs) Dent.
2: You should be able to stick your (laughs) hand up his ass and make him talk like a puppet to Falcone. That's that's a different game.
0: Um, (laughs) No, that's a bad idea. But, John, you were going to say there's something that you didn't like?
1: No, no, there was something that um, that I I had mentioned earlier that I was going to say that I thought was – interesting about the way they have this game set up just versus the the Telltale style of games. I'm curious to see how it plays out. So like you have all these, obviously all these relationships they're setting up and some of them are kind of different than what you're used to traditionally but I think as far as the decision making portions of it go it gives you a lot of different options to go back and replay. Like, this game has a, just like all Telltale games, has a lot of replay value because there, there are, Nick, and I know you haven't played through more than just the first episode, but you'll start seeing shit from episode one affect you in episode three or four, and you're like, fuck. You know, you'll see decisions you made that, that kind of change the outcome of a lot of things. One thing that bothered the shit out of me while I was playing it is is that Bruce Wayne looks like Sterling Archer, whoa yeah <laughs> he looks no, you're like right. Archer. Dude. actually I don't he even watch Archer exactly and you're totally like right fucking Archer and because the telltale style of video games have those hard like black lines around everything I just felt like they blew the lid off the fucking secret that Batman is actually Sterling Archer which uh-huh. would be the funniest oh, wow. thing in the entire world that's what I'm saying why but isn't that option in the game
3: no no, yeah,
1: no um, but yeah I overall I liked it I did see some Frame rate issues. There's a lot of people talking about frame rate issues. Oh, in especially Batman? Especially on the yeah, especially on the PC version. Like to the um, point where people are pissed about it. It's really I didn't on see PC one
2: frame rate problem on PS4. I had a couple. Honestly, I had a couple. I've had
0: a couple in it. every. I've had a couple in every Telltale game. Like every Telltale what? game always has. Like especially like when it's switching between scenes. Like there there they are always like just moments of like stutter for me. Like yeah. which, maybe I just didn't notice. Yeah. Uh, I liked
1: I'm, that first encounter between Batman and Catwoman, too. I thought that yes. was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, that was, really was pretty good. cute. And
2: I like his uh, suit a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like his design, too. What, yeah. it, versus Arkham Batman, I like that he's not, a, like, a shit brick house, you know? Like, I like that he looks like a man.
1: Yeah. yeah, not, like, light, a dude. You know, not, just insanely huge. Not a beefcake demon.
2: <laughs> yeah, I hate to tell Batman, but that cape wouldn't hold his ass gliding around Gotham. He's no, like no. a no. bag of bricks.
1: Yeah. Um, Anything that you guys uh, did not particularly care for, though?
0: You know the um I I didn't it didn't bother me at the time but now that you say it yeah the fact that the the, the Harvey that and Selena Kyle were dating yeah that 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 that's kind of a giant it, it's just it's just odd it's just yeah odd. well no because I mean realistically given the situation that the game is putting everything in yeah no his campaign advisors would have like jumped out and like pushed her like out of like the possibility of public view like there's no way mm-hmm. they would have let that happen so yeah no that's um so that that's kind of a plot hole for me now that you pointed out, um, mm-hmm. but at the time, I didn't notice anything i, I actually really enjoyed my playthrough
1: I also um, liked his his actual white eyes, and you could see the light coming out of them. yeah, and I liked his his like super deep voice that he
0: could voice like, changer. like yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah he doesn't just like have to put on like a funny voice it's it's technology yeah, yeah. him sound funny yeah, that cool. like that um the other yeah, thing yeah, I like that is that was kind of funny yeah. The, uh, the other thing I like is no goofy collect-everything-in-the-codex-achievements. It's just straight play through to get all the yeah, achievements. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. I'm <laughs> okay with that, man. I dug that a lot, actually. Codex-achievements? Oh, is this a Telltale thing? Um, once, once, uh, in the majority of their games, um, there, you get your achievements or trophies or whatever, just basically just for playing through the game. But for Wolf Among Us, they did a thing where depending on the different branches of story, depending on the decisions that you made, you unlocked different codex entries and you got an achievement in each, in each individual chapter for collecting all the entries in that chapter. So you yeah. have you it forced you if you wanted to get all the achievements to go back and replay and make the other decision. But like it, they didn't do it in a way that like it, like, rewarded the player for, like, doing so. Like, like... Hmm. I, 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 so there know, wasn't, like, a lot of replay value to collecting I mean, the codex, or...? Not really, because it didn't really... I mean, like, it, it led to slightly different story branches and, like, different conversations, but, I mean, nothing earth-shattering. Um, gotcha. So, yeah, it was... It was it was done for the sake of doing it. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. I'm, uh, sure. I'm glad that they stuck to just simply get your achievements for playing through, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because, yeah, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind other, like, like, in one, I think the first, in the first season of Walking Dead, they had a couple, like, uh, other achievements sprinkled in for, like, there was, like, like, a game of rock, paper, scissors, and you got a little achievement for winning that or something like that. Um, yeah. you know like little things like that where it's like actually an achievement for like completing something in the game those i don't mind, but when it just forces you to replay it for the sake of replaying it like yeah. I, find, I find that to be kind of shady but no, not, well, not shady but you know uh, not not ideal less shady more <laughs> shitty yeah, yeah but uh but yeah no, overall greatly enjoying it i'm uh, greatly looking forward to the next episode uh, mm. which um i uh, i wish uh, I wish we had any sort of timetable uh, I today.
1: wish they were better about giving do they an say idea? like
0: when they put stuff out. No, of historically they'll be like, by the way, next episode comes out next week. Yeah. It'll, and then it's literally up. just drop it on
2: you. I mean like I wanna complain, but my album's a year late, so I'm <laughs> <I> not <don't laughs> shit. Yeah. They'll be like, yeah, sure, fat guy over there. Like, where's my album? You know? <laughs> like, uh, mm. Which is
0: um, here's a here's a side note, of something that I find to be interesting. Have you guys seen that um, the retail release that they have of this game? No. No. So you can buy um, a retail box copy of this game that has a disc and then like a code that's like the season pass, which I find to be super odd. So it's like, I'm assuming that... First of all, I guess I'm making an assumption that there's, that there's actually a disc in the box. I suppose it could just be an empty an empty case with just the code in it for the <laughs> season pass, just to have something to put on your shelf, which is weird in its own way. But if there is a disc in there that has the first episode on it, because um, I'm presuming that the entire thing isn't done and on the disc and just unlocks over time. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to hope that's not the case. But... Um, yeah, but but I mean, given that uh, given, given the assumption that they are still working on the next episode and they'll put it out when it's done, and that this disc only has the first episode and then a the code to get the rest, I find it to be super odd. I don't know why. I just I feel like, because normally what they do is that they, they do put out the entire game on a retail release once it's done and out, and they can actually put it out all on the disc. So, I don't know. I just find this to be a weird thing, because it's coming out, like, I think, like, next week, like, in the next, like, week or two, like, with, before the next episode's out. So, yeah, it's... Okay. It's just weird to me.
2: Yeah, that's very strange. It's like I know a lot of people got pissed when they put out *Resident Evil 5 Gold* on PlayStation 4 because it was just the normal game and a download code. And I remember reading specifically this woman got super pissed because she bought it and shipped it to her husband in Afghanistan, uh, stationed overseas, and he's like, "I can't. This is just the same thing." And, she, and I guess she was really upset oh, no. about that. But yeah. you know, that's the kind of thing where like they should. Sp- they should fucking specify yeah you know like am i paying for a box or am i paying for the game like what is this
0: it's weird yeah no that's a good point um, so briefly, before we move on, I'm, I've got uh, um, I, Darcy. I apologize. Uh, Darcy dropped a uh, a hashtag. Goddammit, goat! In the uh, in the Q and A, and I was I was saving it for an appropriate moment, but at, <laughs> after, after I noticed it, one did not come up. So uh, no, well, here uh, here's one right here. Goat left the show. God damn it goat! Perfect. Done. that Excellent. So, <laughs> so thank you for that. Uh, and then uh, that should be
1: our show title, by the way. Hashtag God damn it,
0: goat. <laughs> um, I'm actually okay with that. And then um, uh, a viewer Tom Dorns um, uh, is wondering if we, if any of us have played uh, any sword art online, um, because um, he's looking for something to fill that hole, and World of Warcraft is not doing it. Do you guys have um, anything like that?
1: You know, um, Tom, the only thing I could think of that if World of Warcraft is not filling the Sword Art Online void, you might want to try Final Fantasy XIV. I think Final Fantasy XIV has a little bit more of a, uh, you know, a, a Japanese game art style and, and kind of would probably fill that void that World of Warcraft is not filling a little bit better because it has a little bit more of a Japanese gameplay style feel to it. See, Tom, um, I think you should just play Batman. <laughs> <laughs> that's don't listen to my brother Tom because he's just gonna tell you that for just, everything. Just play you Batman, Batman forever. And uh, you know? mm, looking for a side scroller, play the 1989 Batman NES game. That's what he'll tell you to play. So, um, <laughs> Darcy true. has a point. Star Ocean might help, um, actually. And then, uh, you know, if you're just looking for not specifically tied to the art style, but you're looking for like an MMO or online game to play with people, that's a lot of fun. Having nothing to do with the art style, just go play the Secret World. It's a really cool game. I just I'm not even gonna tell you what it is. Just go. It's a very unique online like MMO. Just go play that.
0: Okay. All right. Thanks, Tom. And um, so uh, we'll go ahead and we'll now move on into the news.
1: So starting off at number five for this week, um, we talked a few months back about how Nintendo was going to completely discontinue and stop doing Nintendo Power after a uh, after a 24-year run, you know, of the the, the publication. Wait, um, they were still printing Nintendo. They Power? They were still printing Nintendo Power, man. People still print things. Yeah. Why? Yeah, believe it or not, that's still <laughs> that's still. Why would right? people print stuff? Like, what are um, you gonna do with it? So, check this out.
0: Level um, my bench.
1: <laughs> there, is, there is somebody who, who went in and uh, took care of anybody who might want to check out old issues of Nintendo Power. Um, a nonprofit library called Internet Archive painstakingly scanned in 145 issues of Nintendo Power spanning from July 1988 through June 2001. And if you ever
2: want to have sex with
1: someone, (laughs)
2: don't ever say this out loud. (laughs) No! (laughs) No! Honey, what's where are you? I'm scanning my Nintendo powers.
1: No, no, no. Well he I want d- d- page eight thousand two hundred and ninety. You, d- <laughs> 6, you don't, you're misunderstanding the fucking story. No, oh,
2: I am not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm understanding it clearly. You it's already been should. scanned.
1: If you just want to go back oh. and, and look at some old shit you can you can check it out. <laughs> I'm
2: just gonna have facts instead for two months. <laughs>
0: Folks, this is what happens when the Santiagos are on the show together. <laughs> I, and, say, I mean, it's yeah. it's it's unavoidable. And um, I know, but normally you got, I mean, yeah,
1: got...
2: What do you say? I mean, I've been like, good for that
1: guy, I guess. No, <laughs> like, man, it's the point that all that fucking gaming history has been preserved in a manner which it probably wouldn't before. It's it's a good thing. Don't listen to my brother. Don't listen to my brother. That's why he's Mr. Agitator.
2: That's pretty, pretty lonely. <laughs>
1: Oh my that's god! god he can't lonely. breathe. <laughs> he can't breathe. He's crying. Like so is so the hard.
2: last. Minute, like I didn't even know they still made Nintendo Power. <laughs> so no, they, no, they stopped. printing.
0: They stopped printing no, no, it <laughs> a while ago, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's it the, the 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 story is just now that all the backlogs. Uh, yeah, that's that's what
1: it is. We had talked about when you know when they they cut it all out and you know decided to stop doing it. I'm actually kind of curious. Um, to see when it was that they officially cut it off. Now I'm going to do a little bit of live Googling.
2: Yeah, don't don't listen to me seriously because, like, I'm the so, same guy that someone's like... Yeah. They put issue 700 of Batman. I'm like, oh, where? Where can I read so, that? So the know? first like,
1: issue was published... Um, July, August, nineteen eighty-eight, and the final issue of Nintendo Power was uh, was put out December eleventh, twenty twelve. They had a total of two hundred and eighty-five issues of Nintendo wow. Power. That's so kind
2: it's, of impressive that they made it to twenty twelve.
1: Yeah, they did, man. Seriously, <laughs> it was still happening. So, um, if you if you care to, when you when you check out the actual recorded episode of the podcast on our website, you will find a link to this uh, original article, um, and you will be able to. Uh, he will be able to uh, find the archive link if you want to just go back and, and check some shit out on a nostalgic level. Look at my brother. No. He's trying to contain himself. He's...
0: I wouldn't say anything. Mm. Okay. Darcy says, this is why John doesn't invite Nick on the show to play with the big boys.
1: <laughs> That's right. That's right. True. Well, do you know why? It's because true. then my, my brother my brother you know gets on the show with me and then brings out my true nature as a snickering asshole. <laughs> uh, <sighs> but poor Charlie, he's so so outmanned today. It's all right. Hey, at least it's not Goat trying to make some like you know terrible joke about God knows what that makes Charlie sweat while rubbing his forehead. Anything
0: yeah. politically incorrect?
1: yes. You have not rubbed your forehead once tonight yet. That's so, true. That's true. So Nick and I have not done enough damage. Clear no, I'll anymore. be rubbing my oh, forehead that's in the that's edit.
0: That's <laughs> that's <laughs> <what you're doing laughs>
1: oh, that's right. You're doing the edit this week. I forgot. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and move on to, uh, well, hold on really quick. Charlie, does anything yes. about that last story compel you to go dig through the archives and see if you pull up any old stuff you remember, just for shits and giggles? think you'll ever um, check it out.
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nick, is anything you're going you to dig into that at any point ever?
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want to see what nerds watch. <laughs>
1: yeah. Nick, like, like, what is this? You i love it batman you can't like yes you know, we get paid money to dress up like supervillains. and you can't call anybody a nerd we're not allowed that's i know embargo it's just <laughs> no you're right you're like, right. Bigger nerds than anybody on the yeah, planet you're correct it's but no
2: i would probably I, I think it would be fun to see like and this is something that i like to do with old comic books too i like to see the old ads for things, it's know, strange. Like old Back products. Like that's kind of cool thing to watch. And then some of them are like disturbingly <laughs> horrible. <laughs> it's like you know, grab my balls and things like that. And it's like sports balls. And um, they just didn't think about shit like that. Yeah. Like I love reading. I love reading terrible, terrible comic book euphemisms that they didn't even know they were saying. Like, like have you ever seen that Iron Man where he's like, "You need some good dick, Shellhead," you know, or something like that to Captain America. <laughs> This is a real thing, because, you know... Or, like, my favorite thing is the Joker going, I do teach them to laugh at my boners, you know? It's, uh, like, now,
1: that one I have seen. I, I can't say anything about that that it actually it. exists, so... Yeah. Um, on that note, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and move on to number four.
0: There for is you. no way to... to <laughs> Gracefully, way. there
1: is no... There is no... There is no egress... Yeah, no. From there, that is that is graceful. Um, did either of you uh, watch that uh, PlayStation original series, uh, Powers, the superhero television show that was produced by Brian Michael Bendis?
0: The most I can say is that I intended to, but I never did. Yeah. Nick? I thought it looked pretty bad.
1: Well, um honestly that's just from what <laughs> I saw like I saw a trailer and I was like I man. watched the first episode of it uh, in, in the first season of it how it, was it? it it was not good it just it, <laughs> like, it was uh, it looked like like
2: a 90's
1: show it, it, looked it, like it the, felt you know? and was shot like a 90's show let me tell ah. you the the problem with it was well let me let me let me not bury the lead any further here it has been cancelled It is gone. Which, this is kind of a big deal because PlayStation was trying to get into doing, you know, right at the beginning of that uh, that Netflix and Amazon original programming kind of fire that caught a couple of years ago, yeah. PlayStation was like, let's get on board, let's fire it up. and started, you know, <laughs> They and made the worst content. show they could like they, they, But they also, they kind of bet big on that superhero everything is a really big deal right now, and they had Charlton Copley in it, who had just recently been in, uh, you know, District 9 and, and yeah, a couple yeah. of other I like things.
2: him, he's a pretty good
1: actor. Uh, Elysium and, and uh, yeah. A-Team, and yeah, he's a really good actor, so I yeah, expected like that to... To have a little bit of weight, um, man. No good acting can fix a shit script. It was. It wasn't just that his acting was bad. Even it was oh, just. Really? It was just really poorly directed. It felt like a. It felt like a. It felt Cut like scene. the kind of schlocky shit that somebody would shoot and put up on YouTube and pass it's off like, as high art. You know? That's
2: totally what I saw. Like when I saw the trailer for it, I was like, this. Looks like a shitty FMV cutscene from a ninety-five video game. <laughs> it's
1: just it wasn't quite that bad, but it did feel like late nineties, 98, 99, Oof. kind of style shooting and acting, <laughs> and the plot was paper thin, and it was just. They always really found a way bizarre. to make.
2: They found a way to make TV shows out of the weirdest shit back then. Like they were always like, "The Crow," the series. Well, Eric was, Draven gets a job.
1: It was their, their their kind of first attempt at trying to catch on to the whole, you know. uh... Netflix yeah, yeah, original like, programming or and uh, it just yeah, fucking yeah. failed miserably. They have not tried to do anything else with it since then, so I don't know if things just collapsed internally where it just does not work. What out. what
2: I think is super interesting about that too is, you know, like I've been watching Mr. Robot and I've like, heard nothing but good things about. Man, it is it is incredible. It is incredible show. It's beautifully written. I mean, really it's just a retelling of Fight Club in American psycho.
3: More than anything else,
2: <laughs> right? So if you're older and, you know, you've seen Fight Club and American Psycho, mm-hmm. then you, you totally see all the Fight Club references and American Psycho nods. And there's all that stuff going on. And I feel like the second season is coming into its own more so even than the first. But having said that, like, I'm watching this show, and it's better than most films I go to see. And I feel that way about a lot of TV now. Like, uh, I feel like Netflix and Amazon have really put us in a place where – You know, they're able to do things that we just couldn't do 10, 15 years ago, like stories that you couldn't tell, like you can take a novel and chop it up into an episodic series for Netflix and you'll get the production quality of a film and it's just
0: incredible. That's yeah. that's absolutely true. The um, I mean, like when you when when you look at things like uh, like have you guys um? I just I, I I I'm about to start watching um Stranger Things.
2: Oh, I want to watch it so I bad. haven't seen this. It
0: because no. no. I'm hearing like I I was um I have heard about it and then I was on IMDb the other day and it came up and it said like out of like eight thousand reviews, it has nine point four out of ten stars on IMDb and that is crazy. Wow. Wow, yeah. so great. and then I then I went and actually watched the trailer and it looks phenomenal. Everything yeah. I've
1: heard about it is is that it 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 captures that feeling and vibe of like mid 1980s Amblin Entertainment Steven Spielberg George Lucas magic that it's made cool. up the 80s. Everyone said it just has that kind of vibe in a modern yeah. setting. So so, yeah.
0: so Nick I think you're exactly right. It's just, you know, the, now that now that the ability to make quality content has gotten as relatively cheap as it has. Like you can do special effects on the cheap and you can you know editing programs. You can edit films on your iPad now basically. Yeah, right. It's crazy. Um you know the the ability to make quality content has dropped to a point now where where almost anybody can do it that has you know relative means. Um, and the fact that then they can take this stuff, make it cheaply, and then tell a proper story spread across twenty eight hours or twenty four hours instead of two. I mean, yeah, right. no, exactly. It's a, you yeah. you can stories are always better when you can tell more about them. I mean, like there's Absolutely. No, there's no way you could take the first book of Game of Thrones and make it into a tour movie that would make any sense. There's right? nowhere near enough time to explain everything that's going on.
2: Absolutely. And that was the big thing with Hollywood films back in the day, was it's like you would make an adaptation of a novel, and it's like you always had to compromise something. You know, and now they just don't have to. I agree with yeah.
0: you 100%. Uh, Darcy is saying that uh, it will emotionally wreck me. So okay, all right, noted. I'll, I'll keep I'll keep tissues handy. Darcy also
1: says, Nick, that you don't have time to read old magazines because you have at least three albums to finish. <laughs> it's true. At least three CDs, yeah. to be specific.
2: It's true. I'm working on. It. I was actually literally finishing a song while John was calling me to connect all of this. <laughs> I was just like, I,
1: I, 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 I did. I, I, I called him. Right I was like, What are you doing? He's like, I'm working.
0: Well, at least he was working. Um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, the, you know, I, I, I appreciate Sony's effort um, in, you know, in trying to make something that, um, you know, and uh, I mean, you know, it's it's obviously we're jumping on multiple bandwagons all at the same time here, we are, but we are. Um, it, uh, yeah, it uh, did not pan out, so. But like, why powers
2: of all fucking things? Like, you're a video game company. Do a Castlevania Symphony of the Night show, or like oh, a yeah. do yeah, know, do something that gamers, gamers are gonna care about. Do an Assassin's Creed TV show and tie it into you know the films and the games. That
1: would have been a fucking games. great idea. Well,
0: people it's understandable. Like, getting
1: mad at Assassin's Creed at that time, they were kind of Well,
0: whatever. The but, that. but everybody you know what would have, have watched it. They could have serialized, you know, put turn into a TV show and serialized yeah. something like Heavy Rain or Beyond Two Souls. Yeah, S- right yeah. I would have
2: been. They would have gotten my my time. I would have been like, yeah, yeah I'll watch that. And half yeah, the work I there is already really done, because
0: they already have the story and the characters and everything, and now they can take take what already exists. I mean, like, how long does it take to play through, you know, Heavy Rain or Beyond Two Souls? Like, you know, 10, 10, 10 15 hours? Yeah. There's your TV series. Um, yeah. Do
2: that. Well, and not only that, do you you if it's on PlayStation and you know that they're going to be watching it on PlayStation, for the most yeah. part, do a special version of a TV show where at the end, if you have your controller in your hand, you can vote for what option, whatever ta- whatever branching path takes, kind of like you would with heavy rain or whatever. And the majority votes of whoever's connected to the internet determines where the shows go. You yeah. know,
0: yeah. make
2: it interactive,
0: make it a game. Do what your job is. Love that idea. Uh, you know the uh, as far as what how how realistic that is in terms of production schedules, I don't know. But I uh, yeah. love the idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be like Telltale, right? Yeah. It'd be like, the problem. It'd be like the problem three with three albums sitting
1: over there. The problem with a lot of these, like, uh, you know, whether it's video game related or or not, when they're doing these these shows that are like Netflix style like original content type productions, is something like Daredevil and and Jessica Jones that they've announced that they're not going to do Jessica Jones and Uh, or another season of Daredevil until 2018 because they're having to put all their resources towards doing Luke Cage and Defenders and iron fist so like they're going to start skipping you're going to go two years without seasons of things and that's why the, the production schedules on things like this it's an internet produced show powers you know like it's hard it's expensive and you have to kind of back to back to back produce stuff in order to keep it moving because you're dropping all of the episodes at once so you have to start working the day that the damn shit comes out to film yeah, it. yeah yeah it, it would it, i'm play. not it
2: would be a nightmare it would yeah. Be yeah.
1: So, sure. if for anybody who is is curious, you can still watch Powers. It was a free show. You can find it on on YouTube. Watch the whole episodes of it. It's fifty three minutes. It's um. Uh, I recommend can, watching the but, first episode uh, of it because it's really Nick. No, I my brother and I have a a, a love affair with like so bad they're good movies. Nick, true. you just need to watch. Just watch what you know. Okay. I with like the that. Show, I'll totally
2: watch it if it's like
1: that. you're gonna you're gonna hate it. It's gonna be great. Oh, just man. like when we're done with the show. You got work to get back to. Get back to your work and just stream that episode in the background, and then let me know how you feel about that. But moving on to number three, um, Battleborn flopped tremendously. Um, Gear Gearbox Software created it and take two, uh, you know, uh, published it. So for those of you who don't recall what Battleborn was, Battleborn was created by the same people who made Borderlands. Um, Gearbox Software and was kind of heavily touted as the contending game against Overwatch, um, and so much so were they trying to steal Overwatch's thunder that even though Battleborn had only been out for a couple weeks before Overwatch dropped, they dropped their price to their, to their game half. They dropped it by $30 almost two weeks after it was out just to try and steal. They even put out ads saying, don't wow. buy Overwatch, come buy this instead, just because, hey look man, we're giving you just as much game and just as good of a game for half price. And it, it just didn't it didn't fucking work. Nobody had any beef with the game necessarily. It was a perfectly well made game and um, kind of an odd art style, you know. Uh, but it it didn't work. And Gearbox is having a string of, of problems with things coming in and through now that they're just not they're not making the kind of money that they would before. So. Um, Take-Two CEO Strauss Zelnick said that while the game launched to solid reviews, its performance in the market has been below our expectations. Um, you know, however, despite its failure to have any impact in the market, um, you know they think there remains an opportunity to grow and that the audience for this unique experience over time will show that 2K will continue to drive uh, engagement and recurrent consumer spending on the title through add-on content and virtual currency. So they're kind of indicating that they're going to try and keep this game alive with microtransactions. Boo. Fucking Boo. You know? um, I have not played Battleborn, mostly because Overwatch is scratching that itch. And by the way, just to give everybody a comparison of where the two things lie between point A and point B, um, Battleborn flopped, and Overwatch currently has 13 million players. 13 million. Nothing makes fucking... Nothing sells that many copies or has that many people playing. Um, So kind of kind of sad man another another one down the drain for uh, for gearbox and take two you know if you really care so much uh, check out battleborne gameplay footage and go buy a copy because chances are they're probably practically
0: giving it away at this point wasn't it in one of the most recent humble bundles? Like, like it's already it? like a, I, I, I thought so. Maybe it was just on sale in the humble store, but it I might thought... have been on sale
1: in the humble store. I don't think it made it to like full humble bundle yet. So. Okay,
0: yeah, but I mean, like they just had the worst timing in the world. I mean, yeah. like you know the uh, the the game might be great, but I mean, like it's it's you you don't go up against with. A, as a developer, you don't say, like, we have a game that's very similar to one coming out from Blizzard. From Blizzard! And you don't say, we're going to come out, like, basically on the same day.
1: One that was like, as heavily touted and yeah. one that was as as anticipated because people were really excited for Overwatch, which, by the way, in honor of the, uh, you know, the, the Olympics taking place in Rio right now, uh, Overwatch put in a Summer Olympics games-like type add-on to the game for the Olympics where... They're all wearing, like, Olympic clothing, and you can get Olympic-style unlocks and stuff for the characters that are only, it's a seasonal thing. They're going to do it in the summertime every year. And then there's a special arena they put in, which is basically just Rocket League with uh, with the character Lucio, um, which is really kind of neat. You know, it's like soccer. It's pretty cool that they put that in. You know, it's free of charge. You can download it. At the update's in right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, so sad times for Battleborn. Hopefully they're able to do something with it. I wouldn't mind trying it out. Just Overwatch 1.
0: By By
1: 13 million people. (laughs) So probably 12.5 million, I would imagine. Um, Moving on to number two, with the uh, Nintendo NX looming just around the corner, Michael Pachter, uh, oftentimes respected uh, analyst uh, for video games, is saying that uh, weak hardware is going to hurt the Nintendo NX long term. This is kind of starting to sound like a broken record for Nintendo with this kind of stuff, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, once again, we're back to a point where Nintendo's about to drop this system, and, and, you know, the most recent uh, kind of speculations on it are that uh, it's going to be a portable handheld console that has detachable controllers that you can take with you to do play games mobily, so that you just plug your controller back in and continue to play things that you had on the system. So, sounds like a good idea in practice, but... There, the indication is is that Nintendo is going to run into the same problem that they've been running into for the last couple console cycles. Is Nintendo claims it's going to be beefed up, like this is a much stronger console. It's going to be competitive with you know with everything that's coming up here soon. Which the Wii U was a big step forward for them graphically, you know, just not a big step forward for graphics like the the you know PlayStation Four and the Xbox One, or even PC markets. Um, so they're saying that maybe it's going to be the sort of thing that. Um, if they don't have a strong enough hardware setup for this thing it's going to get left behind just like the last couple console cycles have have kind of taken place for them do you think that this is a likely uh, a likely thing for Nintendo Charlie based on history
0: I don't know because I mean, like Nintendo has proven with the Wii. I mean, like you no, know, I mean, I know the Wii was something of an anomaly, but nonetheless, mm-hmm. um, Nintendo has proven that you don't need to be like the uh, the most technologically advanced console in the market to to do very well. Um, you know, people just didn't buy into the Wii U and what the Wii U is and what they're trying to do, and uh, doing no small part to a lot of confusion in the marketplace about people still to this day thinking that the Wii U is an add-on for the Wii because of bad naming. Um, the I I still come across instances of people of like people who you know like like parents of kids like not understanding what the Wii U is yeah um, and so you know there there's a lot of reasons why the Wii U has not done um, as well as it could have. I worked at GameStop
1: during the Wii U launch. It was I left like two months after the launch of the Wii U, and even during launch that launch window, I can tell you, I was I was working at GameStop during launch day, and like hardly anybody bought it on launch day, and. Through the holiday season, right right before I left up to near Christmas, I would have parents ask about it, but they it, I would explain what it was to them, and they just didn't it didn't register. They're yeah. like, "This is a new console, but what about the Wii U is out and or the Wii is out?" And I'm just like, "No, this is different." They're like, "Is it an add-on? Is it like people just didn't know? They genuinely didn't know."
0: You know? Yeah, it, it's it's not it's not often that uh, the Nintendo makes such huge huge marketing. Missteps and I think this is this is this is one of the biggest ones we've seen recently it's just the name of the Wii U personally um, and just just though they're marketing the way they presented it I, but, uh, but but putting that all aside um, you know it's it, you know, so so I don't think that the NX has to be like a graphical powerhouse for it to be able to succeed it just needs to be something that people understand and that Nintendo makes them want to buy I mean it's that simple um, and you know the and, and they need to support it. I mean, like, the other kind of thing that I think was a big detractor to people wanting the Wii U is Nintendo's um, own, you know, it basically, you know, across the board, every every, you know, the, the vast majority of titles that came out for the Wii U, uh, including Nintendo's own first-party t- titles, did not take advantage properly uh, of the biggest gimmick of the Wii U, and that's the screen that's on the controller in your hand. When you've got a major first-party title coming out, like Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze or whatever that game was called, I hated that game um and it literally just turns the screen to black like it's just off and it's and and annoyingly from a technical perspective it's not even off it's still on because you can see the backlights on it's just showing black they just didn't do anything with it you know lazy about it yeah it's just yeah it's lazy and it's sloppy and you know it's you know no go ahead no, I was just—I was just, just going to say, you know, it, it's—you know—it's Nintendo just needs to to whatever whatever this whatever this console is actually going to be, whatever it turns out to be, it needs to be something that people understand and it needs to be something that they make people want. I mean, the, the, the Wii, the Wii—they—they accomplished both of those things because it was very simple. It was it was new and it was different, but it's very simple to explain. You know, like you give somebody a copy of Wii Sports and you don't have to explain it to them. It, it, it was very natural in how you played it. Um, so it just needs to be, yeah, it just needs to be simple, and they need to make it make sense out of the box. Like, just so looking at
1: it. My my brother has not been a Nintendo follower or uh, or buyer for a long time, and every so often, like, whenever their consoles roll around, I'll go to Nick and I'll talk about it, because I still support Nintendo. Mostly because they're the only game studio right now that's just still makes fucking complete video games, usually, without day one patches and a bunch of fucking, like DLC, they give you a full finished game. You pay usually ten bucks less than standard retail price for most of their games and you still get a full game without a bunch of bugs and glitches and shit. It's what you pay for is exactly, what they promise you is exactly what you get. So if you want video games, proper video games, just I mean, go buy It's a and good games. ethical business model. But, you know? but they, they don't a lot of people who grew up playing what they produce have grown up. They're not children anymore, so some of the aesthetic is not appealing anymore, and Nick is kind of one of those people.
2: Yeah, I just, you know, honestly, they haven't made a game I've been interested to play. I can't think of one game that has come out on Nintendo that caught my interest in a long, long, long time. That I saw, and I was just like, oh, man, i got to play that.
1: To be fair, they have they have very heavily rested on the laurels of their kind of existing um yeah, yeah, I agree with characters that. And, yeah. I agree
2: and I think that that works for for them obviously. But for me as a consumer that, you know, I mean there's just nothing there that I haven't seen before. Yeah. Going, okay.
1: Yeah. I really think they need to put out a proper Metroid game. Really bad. Um, yes. but it's been a long time. So yeah.
0: far far too long for a proper Metroid. Which
1: the, the is strange. Final... You'd think they'd want to capitalize on that, you know like well, there I was a agree. there was a brouhaha about that earlier that we talked about. Oh, really? About where yeah. We, yeah. This Metroid mm-hmm. game that Charlie said is coming up hmm. um, for release this week. It's not really a Metroid game. They like shoehorned the Metroid title into a game that looks like it has nothing aesthetically or anything to do with Metroid, which is not a very typical Nintendo move. And Nintendo fans just were just like, Pfft. they didn't want anything to do with it, you know. Which um, kind of bad move. Just put out a real fucking Metroid game, please. Make yeah. everybody happy. And not Other M. Yeah, not Other M. Other M. Other M, yeah. I mean, like, sure. they gave everybody what they wanted with a Star Fox game. It just, that, they just put out another Star Fox game, and that game turned out to be exactly what Star Fox is, which has not aged well for today. Mm. So yeah, it that's kind of shitty. People were under So,
2: like, do boo do bo
1: Yeah, boo yeah do bo
2: ba 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 ba
1: ba uh, we just need to make chunks of those things Easter eggs.
2: You know, it's just like when I was a kid and that came out, like I remember I loved Star Fox 64 and I remember playing it over and over and over again, right? Like, but I mean, there weren't really any other options. It was like that or, you know, Super Smash Brothers or, not. oh no, no, what was that game with the guys that were like, it was an arcade game and they were like in the TV show Smash, Smash TV, TV or something. Smash TV. It was like you get like it was like no contest of course you're gonna want to play the 3d game that has the weird voice acting because at least they're talking to you yeah yeah You know, like to me that makes sense because it was like technologically when the nintendo 64 came out we were all like holy shit that looks incredible that's really cool right um and then they started putting like games on cd seriously and i was like oh well, that's better yeah. Like, I, immediately, I think that's why I fell on the PlayStation line, was because, even as a 10-year-old, I was like, this content's way more adult. Makes oh, way yeah. more sense. You know, way smarter, way better written, way better acted. <laughs> you know, you almost oh. became a Jill sandwich. Oh, <laughs> <You know>? God. <laughs> oh, Resident Evil.
1: Horrible. Um, so the final word on it coming from Michael Pachter was, is that he said, having not seen the specs for the system himself and just operating based on what he's hearing from people in the background and behind the scenes, um, that if it's materially slower than the Xbox one or the PS four, it's going to be a problem from Nintendo. Um, you know, so hopefully not, man, especially with some announcements, uh, presumably looming just around the corner with a uh, Tokyo game show coming up, but, uh, we will see. Uh, moving on to number one this week. So a lot of everybody uh, on the planet is still playing Pokemon Go. I have kind of stopped playing. I, I played once this week, and I just I'm I'm kind of done with it until they fix it. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to go back to it at all. We'll what see. Po-
2: oh yeah, Pokemon Go.
1: Nick, what is Pokemon Go? That is the the sign of somebody who is in their studio working on stuff all the time. It's, yeah, it's, no,
2: I I know what it is. <laughs> I know what it is. Carlton told me about it. Yeah. You have like red and blue and yellow. Yeah. And well, yellow's, yellow's funny, right? <laughs> that's that's very, is a very, very,
1: Carlton explanation. You <laughs> said, "Oh,
2: yellow's funny. Like they, yeah. they got like memes and shit." I was like, "Oh, okay.
1: yeah. yeah." Well, that's a, apparently in Carlton's mind. <laughs> that's the game.
2: Um, yeah, he was. It was like, "What would Mr. Agitator be?" And he was like, "Stupid," you know.
1: Yeah, well, be right. again, w- once again, very Carlton explanation. <laughs> so, for anybody that's still playing Pokemon Go, which is a substantial portion of people, um, a lot of problems with the game in the last week. They put a patch out oh, yeah? and, you know, the last couple weeks. They updated it. They broke some things and changed some things and fixed things and then made some things worse. I mean, I will say this. I've never
2: seen, like, a video game bring people together. No, like it, it really yeah. does. It's you know, a not awesome like, people game. talk what? about it. They go out and they, like, walk and do stuff together. Like what happened when we were kids? We just sit on our fucking fat asses
1: and just eat ourselves. That's I'm know? still like, that's, doing that. I, you know, <laughs> me too. I, I took a brief a brief what break from that doing you that with Pokemon. play
2: Pokemon with me. I was like, that means I have to go outside.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I don't want to do that. I want to no, sit nobody here. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that.
2: It was like um, when people were like, we fit right, exercise
1: yes. games. I was just like, <laughs> no, I, I don't want to exercise. Um, so really, really quick. <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep shit on the rails because you know, got Nick and I can't do a a show without the Dick Train coming off the rails. Oh man! It's been a while since we we referenced the Dick Train. It just felt like toot 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 toot. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, so anybody who's still playing, one of the things that really earned people's ire is is that they changed the tracking system for Pokemon Go and and the little three feet thing, the three three step glitch they call it, uh, which they took out and fixed. But the problem was is they went on. It, they went in and killed off, like, all of the, the Pokemon trackers, which we kind of talked a little bit about last week. All of the third-party trackers that they that people have developed to kind of help you find Pokemon, gone now. Pretty much all of the main ones are, are gone. Niantic felt a, a compulsion to address this and kind of explain it to people because people were getting so salty over it. They're like, you broke the function that helps you find Pokemon, and then you shut down all the people who were helping us find the fucking Pokemon. So what the fuck are you doing? You know, like, why would you do this? It's it's frustrating and irritating. So I have no idea what you just said. I'm re- I am know because you don't play it. You wouldn't... You're uh, okay, so, you so, so you spoke okay. Chinese
0: to me. Like, so, uh, okay, so, so, Nick, for your benefit and for the benefit of anybody else who is also listening or watching and is like, hasn't played this game. So, thank you. So the the entire point like the the basically the entire point of playing the, the the Pokemon go game at this stage is just to find all the pokemon or to to collect lots of pokemon so you can basically sell them into slave labor so then you can upgrade your existing pokemon i mean that's really what yeah happening. um so one of the functions in the game when it initially came out was basically a very i mean a, a not at all explained proximity system which people kind of sort of figured out mm-hmm. where, so basically it would show you a grid of. In in order, Um, so if you can imagine a three by three grid. And okay. so the first one is without telling you in which direction or you know or whatever. It's like the first one in the list is the closest one to you, and then okay. the second is the next second one away, and you know through nine. And so these are the nine closest Pokemon to you in whichever direction. And then okay. below the po- below the icon for the Pokemon, it would basically give you either zero, one, two, or three little footsteps, which is um, an indicator for um, how how close it is to you. So if basically, even if the closest one away has three footsteps on it. It's not actually close to you. It's closest, but it's far away. And then so the idea was is that using uh, if there was a Pokemon in the list that you were trying to track down, you would sort of basically – basically the only way to make it work is you'd pick a direction and you'd start to walk, and then you'd watch it in the list. And if it fell down in the list, well, turn around because you're going the wrong way. And then walk back and, t- and turn around and walk back and watch it raise up in the list. And then when it started to fall down again, then you'd have to go either – you know, if you're going west or east, now you've got to go north or south and basically try to figure out where it is. Well that, it it glitched it a, and broke. Well, right. So that's the thing. It's that's how it was supposed to work, but it didn't actually work that way. It, okay. it was it was constantly inaccurate. There were, there were lots of times where like I would be walking and the Pokemon would, would appear in front of me that wasn't anywhere on this list. Like so it didn't even work at all in the first place. Then it glitched to the point where every single Pokemon, no matter what all the time, had 3 3 little feet below it which indicated that it was as far away from you as it could be and so considering that the uh, and, and once that happened it became all but useless and then okay. so kind of in conjunction mm-hmm. with the fact that the game no longer really gave you a way to find to, to help you find in any way, shape, or form uh, Pokemon that you were looking for. Um, a bunch of uh, and smart developers, I still don't understand how they ended up doing this, but um, they mm-hmm. they basically figured out a way where they could pull um, the game's servers and and get information back about where Pokemon were going to spawn, how long they were going to be there, and, uh, and then basically use that to come up with third-party apps. And one of them is a game that... Um, I think John and me and um, and Goat were all using, which uh, still actually does work for me. They um, charge you for it? Um, no, it's free. Well, it's a okay. free third-party app? Yeah, yeah, yes and no. Um, so the app is free, but the free version will tell you about every Pokemon within proximity ever. And if you've played Pokemon Go at all, what that translates into is, is a constant notification of, hey, there's a, there's a Pidgey near you, or hey, yeah, there's a rat. Know, near you. Yeah. So, and so you can you can you have the option of dealing with that, um, or you can opt to pay. I think it was either two ninety nine or three ninety nine to turn off alerts on a yeah per to Pokemon
1: customize basis. which Pokemon you want to wow what a brilliant
0: short. business model yeah
2: I I either, they sure. can Mostly shut it down if I, they want
1: they they can shut it down if they want I guarantee you that
0: whoever published that app has already made a
1: shitload of money with
0: it oh yeah that's my but, point like that's incredible like yeah yeah um, and. Uh, I'm I'm pulling mine up now because it it was still working for me um um uh at least a couple of days ago um I'm currently trying to see if it finds anything around me now and it doesn't in my home I, there aren't usually Pokemon near me anyway so I the fact that it's telling me that there's nothing here isn't really a representative of anything yeah. but um so so yeah so going back to the story here um, Niantic fixed um, the, the three-step glitch by removing the indicators entirely. Um, and so it's it's as functional now as it was before, in which, which is to say it does not tell you any it does not give you any information currently now in terms of how close a Pokemon is to you, just like it didn't do it before. It's just now it's showing you zero feet all the time instead of three feet all the time, which is telling you it's, it's just as accurate either way. Um, it's just uh, the, um, the fact that they took a fence or, or whatever, felt that they needed to protect their property by shutting down yeah. a lot of the third-party trackers is, at the same time as taking out this glitch, um, uh, is, is, is well by fixing the glitch by taking out the feature entirely at least temporarily is is kind of what they're saying now. Um, is is what people are salty about.
1: Well, the the it, it was they were salty enough out of the 47 million people playing this game that uh, Niantic needed to address it, even though they've been relatively quiet about addressing anything. Uh, in a post that comes directly from them, which I'll be reading uh, which I'll be reading straight out. Post reads, we wanted to shed some more light on why we did this and why these seemingly innocuous sites and apps actually hurt our ability to deliver the game to new and existing players. In addition, the developers shared a chart, uh, which is uh, attached to the original link, which displayed the drop-in server resources consumed after the third-party scrapers, they call them, were blocked. Niantic also explained that developers who spend time dealing with issue uh, with the issues have taken time away from building new features for the game. The post acknowledges other issues, including users cheating and attempts to break into the system, but states that the developer, quote, will continue to take steps to maintain the the stability and integrity of the game. We look forward to getting the game on stable footing so we can begin to work on new features. Um, the chart really kind of breaks down what what it is they're saying that since they since they shut the scrapers down, it's it's actually causing less. Um, basically less data traffic tra- problems. It's a, you know, They're able to, to distribute information to users with less interference because they're not, quote, scraping from their information source and causing a slowdown. So um, that's, that's everything. What's that? You
0: know, I, was, I was just going so to... So to explain this from the nerdy technical standpoint, here, here's what's most likely happening. Um the uh you know people who you know people have already very quickly found out that um that, that pokemon go shares a lot of the same location it basically well it shares it shares the same location database information and all that in terms of where the pokemon spawn and everything as ingress you know ninthix other big game um and um you know every every node and location that exists in ingress is either a gym or a Pokéstop in pokemon go um and then uh um and then um you know in terms of where the um the, the I forget what it's called, but the um, the EX or whatever it is, um mm-hmm. in Ingress, like the the, the like little sparklies that are around everywhere, that translates mm-hmm. into where the Pokemon are gonna spawn. Yeah, I remember you showing me that a while ago, you know. Yeah. Ingress. Um, so so the um in terms of how the application like the actual Pokemon Go app when it's sitting on your phone in terms of how that talks to the server and gets its information something is through something called an API, an application interface. And so what's what is almost certainly happening here is that um when um uh these these application interfaces have to exist whenever you have a server holding information than an application running on a computer or phone or tablet or whatever you have to have that interface so that the two can talk to each other. The thing is is that in a case like this they don't tell people about them. They you know they of you know of course they don't like they 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 keep they don't document them so people know how they could possibly use these things. Well what I'm presuming happening is that somehow through um just because the the massive amount of interest in this game people use various methods um through like packet sniffers and various other uh, other network monitoring tools to basically sniff out the APIs and figure out how the application and the server were talking to each other. Then, they then use that information to reverse engineer a way that they could build an app to use those same APIs that the Pokemon Go app is using and um, and to kind of reverse engineer them and to pull this information up. And that's how these trackers are being formed. What this probably means is because they don't actually know they they likely don't actually know how like to, to properly use these APIs they're sort of just like gorilla using them you know they're probably using them a lot of them are probably using them improperly and it's it's probably creating i mean even if they're even if they are using them properly it's it's just increasing the load uh, on the servers which are already having problems and it's you know it's and any the ones that aren't using properly it's creating errors in the server in the process because they're probably getting invalid or improperly formed requests and so from a technical standpoint. Point from like a system administrator standpoint, which is what I do. I mean, I completely understand why Niantic would want to shut this down because it's probably creating a whole ton of headaches for them. Um, oh yeah, no from doubt. a player standpoint, it sucks because you know it's it it makes certain aspects of the game very difficult to to you know to deal with. You know, from the from you know if it's if there's a Pokemon that you want to find right now, there's there's a practically zero way to do it. Here's what I suggest. Uh, Pokemon go you've already made a couple, you know several buckets of money you know and uh you know through this <laughs> game buy one of these trackers just buy one of them and, ingra- and integrate it into your app because clearly this is what people want take one of these developers who have done it well you and looking at the server logs you'll be able to tell which one of them are doing it well uh and just take their app integrate it into your own makes everybody happy that's my yeah. suggestion
1: yeah yeah hey man I, I'm gonna agree with you on that um, having having said that though uh, that, that is everything I had uh, for news this week not a particularly I'll tell you normally when I'm cutting news for everybody man it's uh it's pretty easy to come by even if it's not an exciting news week I actually had a hard time finding news for everybody this <laughs> week you know there just wasn't much going on in the world of video gaming at least not much uh, terribly exciting so that's gonna do it for this week you guys.
0: All right, so then, um, the uh, for for the for the feature for the show, we basically sort of already did that. Um, we we were going to kind of talk about. I, I we we knew that, especially with having Nick on the show, that uh, a lengthy conversation about Telltale Bat was going to ensue. So that basically is going to be our feature for this episode. Um, so um, uh, undetermined yet if that will be reordered in the audio cut or if I'll just leave it in so it makes sense. I'll go. Through. Doesn't come and leave and come back. But um, <laughs> putting that aside, um, mm-hmm. that um, so that also uh, wraps up the news and the feature for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And um, so, uh, Nick, I understand that you have a um, another uh, some other obligations that you have to get to. So before we move on mm-hmm. to the mailbag, I would like to thank you very much for hanging out with us this week. And uh, thank you for having completing me. Completing our, our normal you know trio uh, quota of guests. <laughs> yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Before you yeah, take yeah. off, is there anything you'd like to plug and let people know about?
2: Yeah, working on Murder in the Art. Uh, we're doing Metacon uh, September 2nd through 5th, Minneapolis. I'm going to be bringing a new show. Excited about everything that's coming up, as always. I know I always say that, but it's true, because I'm always fucking excited. Yeah. Uh, just finished writing a new song. Maybe I'll play it at Metacon,
1: hopefully. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. Um, which, which that that leads me then to say to my brother, since you wrote a new song today, um, I have not heard it at all, so you should send it to me so I could write. Okay. <laughs> good point yeah <laughs> you know this, just a uh, just a thought
0: this, i mean this is, man, i just wrote it like a few hours ago you know like this is how bands work folks this is this, this is this it. is this is the creative process in motion right here yes <laughs> yes it's true
2: just um, like so, me with a drink in one hand and a gun in the other just
0: you know. <laughs> ridiculous uh, please don't get them confused um
1: <laughs> no so, yeah god no
0: um, unless it's just like a, like like a, like a squirter gun then with like alcohol in it and you're taking totally. Shots. See,
1: you read my mind.
2: That's
0: <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> All right, Nick, thanks so much. Uh, we'll, we will you. go ahead and let you go so you can hopefully get one of these three albums done and, um, <laughs> uh, take it easy, man. Good to see you. As Thank always. you. Thank you. Call everybody. you tomorrow, asshole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good night, guys. <laughs> All right. Um, and so now we can go ahead and move on to the mailbag section yes, of yes. the show.
1: I I got a tremendous amount of responses this week. Good. Um, so I'm going to normally when we're talking about these we'll we'll very much kind of break down and dissect a lot of it, but because the show's running a little bit longer than usual, I'm going to I'm going to rapid fire through these. I just, there's some of them were really great answers and I didn't want to leave anybody out this week. So Charlie, do you want to start first? or Do you want me to go ahead and roll?
0: Uh let's see. I'm just, uh, I'm currently trying to find, here we go. So, um, so in the players club. So first of all, the mailbag question was, what is the game that really made you think, impacted you with its story or message, or was the subject of debate with your friends? Uh, we got one response in the Players Club. Mish Tayo says, I never got into debates, but Ico and Shadow of the Colossus had some of the S- deepest stories mm. I've seen in games. Uh, yes, uh, uh, absolutely agreed. Uh, both had, had supporting characters, uh, Yorda and Argo, respectively, that I found myself surprisingly empathetic towards, and both had a tendency to um uh to frustrate to frustrate a control scheme um <laughs> no yeah, so. absolutely
1: the first 40 minutes yeah. you play shadow of the colossus is spent going i'm not going to play this fucking game because i can't control it it's <laughs> a terror. who laid this shit out yeah that,
0: yes that um you don't
1: know this i think i talked about it on my very first appearance for the show but shadow of the colossus is in contend it's it's in the the, the contending sort of round table of games that may be like my favorite game of all time like one of my in my top 5 i think
0: i i also very much should really enjoy that game um the uh let's see here and then on our proper uh, gamerhead radio page on facebook uh jeffrey michael says red dead redemption and the mass effect trilogy uh both for similar reasons they made me feel invested in the main character and some of the side ones as well the writing was so well done that when i got to the end of red dead redemption i couldn't believe what happened and reloaded my save a few times to see if there was any way i could change um uh, marston's outcome um mm-hmm. Yes, that. Spoiler um, alert. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, it's it's not clear, but on on what he means by that. But yes, a mild spoiler alert. Um, uh, but uh, the game's old enough, so whatever. Um, and uh, the same thing <laughs> in, in Mass Effect happened as well. I did everything I could in the game to make sure my Shepard and team was as safe and strong as they could be. Both games were able to make me feel like I was in and part of their universe. Um, yeah, agreed on both counts, uh, Jeffrey. Uh, and then Kyle Segura says Kingdom Hearts, um, if not The Last of Us, the ending messed with my head for some time um, Kyla, um i'd be interested to know uh, if you could expand on that um in a follow-up but um, otherwise um uh, i generally agree yes um so john what did you have on your page there
1: um i had a shitload of responses here so uh john kautsky says bioshock infinite discussing the ending of that really made my head spin hotline miami is a close second as it is low-key tackled the human nature and what little regard we have for violence and the large impact it has i can actually th- lo- i didn't expect to see hotline miami as an option on here but that's true that the game does have some really kind of underlying stuff for being is it's like a top-down like Pixel yeah from what like i know 3. about the game i would have never guessed that no it's neat though it's a cool game um bioshock absolutely can't disagree uh kirsten sealander says jack and daxter made the most impact on me uh, marty and i have been having discussions about the in-game universe and time travel for the last 12 years that's interesting i've never heard anybody cite jack and daxter as a particularly deep game even though it has a narrative so that's that's kind of a unique perspective um, Ryan Schwartz says, Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem. Ah, we talked about it earlier. That game is yes. such a classic. He says, it pushed the boundaries for what a game could do to you psychologically. It changed protagonists. It made you care for a character only to watch them die horrendously. made you enter a room only to repeat it after your head fell off due to losing your sanity bar. Second game would, be, uh, would have been Evo, Search for Eden. I cannot agree more. Ryan I'm so fucking glad somebody else talked about this game. This is a Super Nintendo game. And he says it here, this game is what Spore later tried and successfully created to give you a feeling of customization. Do you Are you familiar with this game, Charlie? Mm-hmm. I don't you think I am. No. absolutely just have to look this game up. You start out as like a one-celled organism that eats something, and then you eat it, and then you evolve. And then you keep eating things and evolving over time. And you can pick and choose pieces to put on your creature once well, now, it finds its way to
0: land. And, so you're not and... talking about Spore. You're talking about this other game? No, Evo. Yeah. Oh well, no. Okay. So EVO, what's
1: the call? Evo. Evo. Search okay. for Eden, hmm. and right. um, it, you start it as a one like one-celled organism. You eat things, and then as you become a more complicated animal uh, and creature, you can add different things. You know, you get on the land. Eventually, you become a dinosaur. It goes through all the different uh, periods of, of time, and the, the goal is to eventually find the proper combination of pieces and parts as you evolve your way up the ladder to evolve yourself into being a human being.
0: This was... I'm sorry if you said this and I missed it, but this is a Super Nintendo game.
1: Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's a brilliant game. Go run it on an emulator. Anybody who's watching, play it. Try it just because it it has RPG elements, but for a game of its style... I've never played anything like it since, so that's absolutely really cool. Uh, Cassie Thornton says, Life is strange. That game was a mind trip. I don't want to put spoilers, but the game yanks at your heart and morals. It makes you think a lot about life and reminds you that every action has a reaction. Everything has consequences, good or bad. That's on my to-finish list. Maybe since I'm on a telltale kick with Batman, I'll get into that and just jump right off. Uh, Matari Brunette says shadow of the Colossus at the end of the game. I just sat there with my jaw on the floor. Really hope last guardian is just as good. Me too, man. Um, our very own, uh, um, oftentimes viewer, Dustin Falconer says has to be heavy rain all the way. Couldn't, uh, couldn't agree more, man. Such a great game. Carlton, uh, Carlton, Carlton <laughs> says, uh, and by the way, I haven't, this, I haven't been put in a position to actually have to say this on the show since, since it, uh, you know, happened last year. Um, I have settled my, my dispute with Mr. uh, Mr. Ryan on over the pronunciation of the game. Shenmue. I said it. Oh my God. There it is. This
0: is, this is uh, call Guinness. Um, August 7th, 2016, 10, 11 PM central is, it has happened.
1: It is. (laughs) It is. It, 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 uh, the game is the title of the game is pronounced Shenmue. And there's no, Like possibly no Shin I'm ever gonna say it wrong again. Wow. After that moment. So Okay. Um Carlton says, Shinmu's forklift racing, filler or existential commentary. You be the judge. Why not both? (laughs) Why not both? God damn it, Carlton, get out of the thread. You're ruining it. Um Darcy says, uh, that dragon cancer absolutely wrecked me. It's all about childhood cancer and going through it, and it also brings up all types of cancer, and it just really opened my eyes to what it's like for parents and struck close to home with my dad that's in remission. Me and my roommate discussed it a lot because she's preggers and has a toddler. Um, I had not I had not been familiar with this game prior to reading this post, uh, Darcy, but thank you for bringing it to my attention because it's a really neat kind of thing. Um, you know, anybody who, who's interested, just that dragon canter is really, really interesting. Uh, and then Doc Bolt says, Oddworld Stranger's Wrath. The uh, less oft-played uh, Oddworld game, but... Uh, Cult classic, nonetheless. Hmm. That's that's everything I have for mailbag responses this week. Okay. Thank you, we did, everybody, for sending so much in.
0: Indeed, um, we did get one reply on Twitter from Voxus Romanus, who that says, um, uh, "Spec Ops: The Line." Um, that game will melt your brain. No joke. I've, I this is this is on my on my short, on my list of things I need to get back to and finish. I, I started it and then I got distracted with other things, and I, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to finish it this week. You because- should, man,
1: because here's the thing. Anybody who who hasn't played this game, you're gonna, especially now that it's a little older and the action games have kind of come a certain distance forward since the time, do not be discouraged by the simplicity of the gameplay or the fact that you find yourself going like this play is kind of like Gears of War or Army of Two, that kind of style of third person action shooting game. It starts out seeming like a very like ho hum war game and turns into a an emotional thing and a mind fuck. So just stick it out, man. It's a really cool game. It's worth your time in the end.
0: And then um, in the mailbag, we do have a response from the one and only Songbird. Um, Songbird says, Dear Technotronicorn, Goat and Fallon and Flynn. Uh, Mailbag answer. Well, one game that confused me when I was little and uh, technically still today is Yoshi's Story. Uh, Baby Bowser turns Yoshi Island into a storybook. Why he did so is never explained. And the final level is at his castle. So why was it too in storybook form? Uh, when the Yoshis defeat Baby Bowser, they supposedly broke the storybook spell, but as I'm watching the ending unfold, it's still being presented in a book. Happy end, the back of the book says. I'm skeptical. Also destiny, and that's all that needs to be said. Oh, I think she's confused <laughs> by that. for, for reason. Um... Uh, she continues, uh, we know sometimes the most loved characters are the ones who don't even say a word. Um, if you could enter a cheat code to a game to make a silent character say any word, sentence, quote, etc., during any part of the game, regardless if they're there or not, what would it be and who would spill the beans? Oh my god. That's. Wow. Okay. Um. John, have you? Do you have? Do you have any? That's, that's a
1: heavy fucking question. And yeah. honestly, Songbird, I I almost kind of feel like that's such a good question that uh, as long as you're okay with it, I almost feel like we need to to steal that and ask our our other you know viewers and listeners that question next week. bag We're gonna do that.
0: We're gonna. But do, it's
1: just yeah. too good of a question not to. Uh, of course, as always, Songbird's fucking swinging for the fences and and, and hitting. So. Um, you know there are a lot of answers to that question. A lot of answers to that question. Um, yeah. You know, um, what was it? There was a, a game that everybody loved except for that you couldn't. Except for that the the main character didn't speak and it drove everybody up the fucking wall that they didn't, and then they corrected it later.
0: Oh, until you said they corrected it later, I was gonna say Half Life, but. Um,
1: oh no that that's great. They, I'm I'm gonna. Go ahead and say. I would love to hear what Gordon Freeman would have to say. Um, in a surprise plot twist, I would also like for um, to hear what the Companion Cube has to say.
3: Oh <laughs> uh, yes,
0: God, yes. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna yeah. Go ahead, get on board with that answer. Probably,
1: um, probably, preferably not when being thrown into the uh, no, exactly. Aperture Science. That's, that's uh, exactly what I want to
0: know what it's thinking.
1: No, I, I just, <laughs> the first time it picks it up, you know, you pick it up and you're taking it and forcing it to do all this stuff. I just have this vision in my mind of it opening its mouth in the middle of the game with Charlton Heston's voice saying, get your damn dirty hands off me. Or get your hands off me, you damn dirty ape. <laughs> you know, or something like that. Uh, but yeah, so there's so many, There's like how do you answer this question? There's uh. Um, Samus, Link. I mean, half of Nintendo's entire fucking catalog of of you know characters. Yeah. Um, outside of Wahoo, wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, God, there's so many, so many characters, especially from older games where there was just no dialogue. There was no option for them to speak. You know, N- NES and SNES games. You know what yeah. I mean? God, yeah. You um, just this is this is a paradox that you can't do this songbird. <laughs> you broke my brain.
0: Um, but yeah, no, I I love the idea of... Um, I, I need some time to think about this one, and we'll give our listeners some time to think about this one, too, and we'll make this our, our mailbag question for next week. You
1: know what? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I This might seem like kind of a cop-out, Charlie. What I would like to do, because this is such a good fucking question. I feel like Goat needs to answer this, too.
0: Yeah. I...
1: I'm going to, unless you have an opposition to this, Charlie, I'm going to say let's table this until next week's episode to come up with a fair answer to this question, this awesome question. And we'll answer the, the question next week uh, at the start of, of Songbird's email to follow up. And then we'll do whatever it was for the week. I think
0: I think that this subject could be a feature unto itself. I, yeah. I, say we just, I say we just make this the show next week. Okay. Honestly. I I'm, love this I'm question so that. much. I want to I want to give it yeah. a few parts.
1: I'm good with that. I'm sure Goat will be good with that as well. We can each come up with a couple of characters. Maybe let's say we'll come up with five characters for the feature next week that we'd we yeah, like just, to see. And also, what would they say?
0: Yeah, and talking about just like silent protagonists in general, what we think. Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah, What
1: you did, Songbird. This is amazing. Uh, The the silent uh, fourth member of Gamerhead Radio always.
0: Your your royalty check will be in the mail. We'll send you one quarter of everything we make in the next episode, which I have to tell you is going to be nothing, but uh, it's going to
1: be absolutely nothing. So. (laughs)
0: but um i have asked you multiple times to send me your address so i can send you a shirt and you haven't done it yet i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna say that right here because i really want to send you some stuff so please let me know we how. we can want do to that.
1: send you free things for being so yes. wonderful and silently contributing to our show
0: for many years yes uh but moving on um uh songbird asks uh, do you think if you could alter Metroid's storyline uh it would be more relevant compared to nintendo's other ip if so how would you change it um I think they just need to come up with a game. I think well, that first thing and foremost, do.
1: do you want to know what it is that I, I do lament from Nintendo is I just, I wish that they would be a little bit more risky with certain IPs in making them a little bit more, I don't want to say dark, but when you play super Metroid, that's kind of a dark game. Kind of, I don't just mean the, the color palette. I mean the tone of that game is heavy and kind of yeah. somber and dramatic. And Nintendo didn't do a lot of dramatic back in the day, but when they did it, they did it so well. I think that at least one or two properties like that could stand from being kind of taken back to that place a little bit, maybe. Um, I don't know how they could change Metroid's storyline to, to make it more relevant or tie it in. In a way that they haven't already done. The problem is, is they, they need to stop retreading. Nintendo's biggest problem, and, and when you're talking about something like Metroid, is is take the characters, but do something new with them. They're so it's like they took these these ideas and concepts and put it on a little piece of land, and then built a moat around that piece of land, and they just won't let them off that island. And uh, that I think that hurts them. So that's that's the best answer I can give you. I think uh,
0: under the circumstances. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I, you know, it's, I think, I think Nintendo needs to have, I don't think there's anything wrong, anything wrong with Nintendo having a, dar- a darker, more adult, whatever property. Um, and I think Nintendo, out of every, everything they have, uh, Metroid is probably the one that makes the most sense to, to, you know, to fill that, to fill that slot in their, in their lineup. Um, so, so to answer your, to directly answer your question, um, I don't think I don't think I don't think relevancy is is the problem with Metroid because you ask if you could alter if you could alter Metroid's storyline it would be more relevant compared to Nintendo's other IP. I don't think relevancy is the issue. I mean the, the issue is relevancy in as much as there hasn't been a new Metroid game in for so long. I think that's the problem. Um, yeah. I mean and, and I know that's an easy answer, but I mean like I think that that's really what it comes down to. It's like people who who love and care about Metroid are drifting away because they're not being drawn back, you know, like they've they've gotten, you know, the, you know, they they're 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 being distracted by other things or whatever. I mean, you know, well, I... I
1: Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. What, what you don't want to happen, though, is to have happen what just happened to Star Fox. You put out a game that people have... I mean, a new Star Fox, a traditional, a true Star Fox game has been so hotly anticipated for so long. People were very excited about it. They got their hands on it, and that came and went. It was a whisper. You yeah, know, Nobody true. said anything. It came and went, and reviews weren't, I guess, terrible. They just weren't great. And the problem is, is they didn't take any risks or do anything new with it. You don't want to wait and sit on a Metroid game for so long that you you put out the same thing and then it's just underwhelming to people. But then again, I don't think people want you know a, another Metroid Prime game either. Even though those were pretty good games, like I do think people want real Metroid. And I think they tried to do something Metroid ish with other M, and it just didn't it didn't pan out. I the problem is is Nintendo has sat on their hands with making, with coming up with new ideas for their existing IPs for so long, they've been so afraid to change them for so long that they've kind of, they've kind of painted themselves into a corner with some things, I think.
0: Yeah. And, and Nintendo, I mean, it, cause obviously you're going to hear a, you're, you're listening to this episode. Um, the, uh, you know, it, it, if for whatever weird reason that there's some sort of hesitation there to like make a classic, you know, two d or, you know, two and a half D side scrolling Metroid and like thinking that like people don't care about that, that, that format anymore um you just it's it, 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 no i mean you know if you're looking at like i mean sure we're talking about like 15 20 indie titles here but i mean like yeah. if you look at some of the stuff being offered on like you know xbox one and ps4 and things like that and, and steam games and stuff like that i mean like look at like shadow complex for example shadow complex is like um you know any any game that comes out that says like it's a, it's a metroidvania-esque game i mean like this is what people want they're buying it they're playing it you know whether whether they'll pay sixty dollars for that, I guess maybe, or or maybe yeah. fifty dollars, you know, because you know, and then, you know, sometimes you do your first party titles at that price point, you know, maybe that maybe that's the question, but I mean, don't you know? N- nobody says you have to do that. I mean, like you know, people bought the crap out of Captain Toad, you know, the, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to, you know. You know, make a sixty dollar, fifty fifty sixty dollar game for it to be a good game. You know, you can make a. You know, I would be. People would be perfectly happy with paying twenty (laughs) five dollars for a downloadable two D side scrolling Metroid game as long as it's like worth playing. I mean, like you know, yeah, options. There are plenty of options, plenty of answers there. Just Just gotta make it good. (laughs) Something, do it right. Something. And so, finally, Xombert asks, uh, challenge time. Oh, dear. Um, One person will give another person a name of a game series, and they must try to describe its story in one minute. To make it more interesting, the person who is telling the story must fashion it in a genre that's different. Example, telling the story of Animal Crossing, happy home designer, and making it sound like a sitcom. (laughs) <laughs> Ooh. Um, songbird you're what are you doing this here? is she's on
1: <laughs> in rare form tonight you are um, absolutely this,
0: this is typical that's the just normally we get one of these and this time it's two um of, of the ones that like it's just like how do we answer that? On one minute to um, take a
1: game explain it as a sitcom but differently than it is
0: so so yeah so so john uh so you come up with a game title um now her example suggests that it's it's an actual game it's not one that you make up um so give me a game title and i need to describe it but in a genre that's different in that what it really is
1: okay let me let me massage my mind grapes
0: here so all you all you have to do is pick a title i'll do the hard work
1: you'll do the hard work thank god Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i don't envy you on on this particular task this week um i'm gonna go with you know what i'm gonna fuck it i'm gonna go with the legend of zelda just the original legend of zelda just the, 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 we'll do, oh no, hold on. I'm rethinking that.
0: <laughs> oh dear.
1: No, no, because this will make for a more interesting flip. I'm going to say Bioshock Infinite.
0: Bioshock Infinite. Okay. And, yeah. um, and then I believe you also get to pick the genre. Uh, I get to so pick the ins- genre? Yeah. So, so what, what, what genre of game is this? And it it can't be what it really is. RPG. Okay. Um, all right. Well, um, so in 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 um, it's, and I so I believe it's based solely on the title. So I can't go off of anything else that I know about the game. I just have to go off the title. So in um in in BioShock Infinite. Well, hold because... on. You, she said you have one minute. I'm about to start a timer. Okay. All right. Go.
1: <laughs> one let, me have, let me
0: know when you're starting. All
1: right, and.
0: In a world, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm wasting time. Um, okay, so in, in in Bioshock Infinite, the RPG, um, it's, um, it, it's 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 uh, a it's 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 taking place in a hospital complex, and you are you are um, it's it's a JRPG, of course, because of course it is, um, where you are you are freshly graduated from um, from uh, from med school, uh, you know uh, you know uh, in, intern doctor person, and um, you are. You are your sole job is that you're in charge of resuscitating people with those with the um, with the with the paddles, with the electrical paddles. And so you're you're shopping and shocking them back to life. And so, um, however, you discover that you have the ability so that when you bring somebody back to life they live forever and um and so the rpg element is that these people that you bring back to life are now enslaved to you and they become your party and also kind of your monsters that you have to use in battles because of course this entire thing takes place in a fantasy world where it's being attacked by creatures and that is bioshock infinite the the, the jrpg
1: You, you went you went two seconds over time but you still cut it off at a reasonable period of time here, really quick, I'm going to go look up and see what the uh, aggregate score for that movie is on Metacritic <laughs> and uh, fucking Rotten Tomatoes. And and it's a five. <laughs> I, I accept this. Uh, it ended better than it started. Uh, but uh, but it, uh, <laughs> that was madness, Charlie. Well done. I can't I say know. I would have done any better, though, to be honest with you. Um. So yes, uh, the challenge. There, there you go. There you go. Uh, that was the, to the best of our abilities, so- Songbird. And, and
0: because we're running long in the tooth, um, that that will be our, our we're going to have to limit ourselves to the one response to that question, Songbird. Yes. I hope we did not disappoint yes. you. Um, but thank you so much, and um, and for our our, um, our fuel for coming up with our our, our show topic for next week. Um, so on that note, um, for next week's show, our mailbag question and, and subject is going to be silent protagonists in games. Um, and so the, uh, the 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 question is going to be. So first, what is? Do you have any thoughts on silent protagonists? Do you like it better when they don't, when a protagonist doesn't speak? Because then. Uh, well, I'll, I'll save the discussion, but um, do you like it when they don't speak or do you like it when everybody in the story, even the main character, has a voice behind them, a voice actor and is fully performed and everything? And then the mailbag question, in addition to that, is going to be Songbird's question of is who is a silent protagonist in a game that you played that if you had the ability to have them pop up and say something in a game, um, who would it be? And what would they say when would they say it? If you can think of a specific example. Otherwise, just in general, who is a silent protagonist that you really wish had talked? Um so that, uh, that is our, our subject and mailbag question to you for next week. Um, John, is there anything you'd like to plug before we take off?
1: Um, you know, as my brother said, we're going to be playing at MetaCon, uh, you know, in, in about three weeks, uh, which is in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. We do MetaCon every year. Um, and it's, it's one of our favorites. Uh, I'm, I say that about every one of these conventions because I just fucking love playing them, man. I, don't, I just can't not enjoy them. Um, but, uh, that'll be coming up as Nick said, because there were some lineup changes coming up. Um, you know, we're going to be, uh, probably switching some things up the show and might be some new people on stage, there might be some old faces on stage. We'll see what happens. And just so you guys know, cause I had uh, from last week's announcement on here, even that, uh, that Mike and Annalise were no longer performing with VH Villains. I had so many people like, like pour their hearts out to me on Facebook and, to those of you that sent me a shitload of messages, because you guys did, I'm not ignoring you. It's been a really uh, understandably hectic and busy couple of weeks. I will get to everybody eventually. I promise I will write you back. Those of you that have not asked questions about it, I very much appreciate your guys' respect to the situation and the privacy. But know this: everything's cool. When we went and saw Suicide Squad the other day, it was with Annalise. Like everybody's, everybody's, I think, is really like worried that we're like. Mad at Annalise or Annalise, and that we're fighting or anything. She was at the fucking movies two days ago with us. Like we're everything's cool, man. We're we're all friendly. You know, there are specific reasons really why they're not performing with us anymore. But most of them are not bad. So, um, you know, and I'll just leave it at that. Everybody, don't worry about everybody, Annalise, being mad or us being mad at her or whatever. We're all still friends. And, you know, that. that's that. So. Awesome. Good, good. Um, but that's it, man. Um, I, I got nothing else going on, just prepping for school. I'm going to really try and finish. Uh, probably when we get off the, the air here, I'm going to go play Batman and probably finish that in the next 40 minutes or so. And then uh, play some of these other games I was talking about this week. I want to dig into. I'm trying to find something that just really puts its hooks in me. I'm longing for a game that has such a strong narrative that I can't put it down. I haven't felt that sense of pull in a while. And I'm kind of missing that from games right now. So I'm going to, I'm going to be on the quest to find a strong narrative this week. I think that's, that's it for me. What about you, Charlie? Got anything coming up?
0: Just, you know, the, uh, the, the only real event that's on my horizon right now is Ponyville Cider Fest. Um, you know, the, uh, um, you know, just, just, just working on planning for that. And I already talked about, you know, having John Delancey there is gonna be just mm. a, an absolute mm. treat. I mean, like the the man is you know, he's a he's an acting legend. I mean, like he's done everything, everything from plays to uh you know, to film to video game acting. Hopefully, uh, I am gonna try super hard to see if um, you know, if he'd be willing to have a brief little chat with me for something for here for Gamerhead, just talking about some of his video game work. Um but, uh, um, you know, uh, you know, no, no promises of course at this stage, but, um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's going to be a good time. Um, next week's announcement, um, is, uh, is, is, is hopefully, um, if, if all the, if the, all the I's get dotted and the T's get crossed is going to be somebody that's, uh, that's actually a friend of the show and, um, uh, Lends to the possibility of of, of, a, of a, a repeat situation from what I endured at uh, at Winnie City earlier this year. So of course you'll know who I'm talking about at this point if you uh, mm-hmm, if
1: you keep mm-hmm, up with things. Mm-hmm. But um,
0: <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. So uh, so Ciderfest is is kind of the the thing right now. Um, but yeah, uh, no. Aside from that, um, so that's what we're doing. Uh, you know, uh, you know. Once again, thanks to uh, Nick, uh, Mr. Agitator Santiago, for joining us to, yeah. uh, to kind of fill out the trifecta you know, this week and um, we'll, you know, we're looking forward to getting goats uh, goat back on uh, next week. Um, but uh, aside from that, if you've liked what you heard, you can find us at gamerheadradio.com at facebook.com backslash gamerhead radio at google.com backslash plus gamerhead radio and on Twitter at gamerhead radio where I am at TEK Charlie and John is I didn't even know was pantomiming this entire time. Um, thanks, John. I appreciate that. Uh, John is Jonathan Sanzio at the Fallon Flynn on Twitter. Don't follow him because he's a jerk.
1: Um, <laughs> it's absolutely true. Don't <laughs>
0: um, go. go. Do you even tweet? Like, I don't, I'm just, i, I not remember yeah, if I,
1: yeah. Oh, not, okay. not frequently. I'll, I will tell you this though. This is kind of a heads up for the future coming up um, due to a bunch of different things. Um, I'm actually going to be transitioning away from Facebook to Twitter and kind of probably spending more time there. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll talk about it in a future episode. The short version of it is, is Facebook is a social ghetto, the likes of which I'm tired of staring at. So I'm going to go to Twitter soon.
0: All right. Uh, you always go to Google plus cause there's nobody there. Um, But it's true. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, uh, And of course, you can follow Goat at Sir Goatsworth. Um, You can uh, uh, download the official, uh, you can email us. I'm I'm off the rails. Um, You can email us at editors at gamerheadradio.com or call call us and leave us a voicemail at 94926gamer. Download the official Gamerhead Radio app on Android platforms from Google Play, or you can subscribe on iTunes, um, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, YouTube, Twitch, um, or with your podcast downloader of choice um thank you very much for watching listening participating commenting uh i want to make sure that there's nothing in the q a section that uh that that got missed Uh, a bunch of conversation um uh let's see a bunch of chatter and um Thank you, uh, thank
1: you, Darcy, yeah. for all of the the QA stuff this week, and also yeah, also yeah. to Dustin
0: Falconer for
1: for chiming in. You guys yep. regularly keep us uh, entertained with the stuff that you have in here.
0: Definitely, we do read everything you put in. If yeah. we don't if we don't mention it on the show, it's just it's just because it's just to
1: save for time. That's yeah, usually that's, what it is because exactly. uh, we're already at like a two and a half hour
0: show. So yep. <laughs> at, at least for the live version, we'll see yeah, what this comes yeah. out to in audio, but. Uh, to keep it from getting any longer, thank you very much, everybody. This has been episode 180 of GamerHead Radio. For the love, um, and.
1: I'm Batman. Uh, I'm Batman. man
0: <laughs> Hey.
1: And
0: so, um, so we've got Bat Dad and um Spider Dad, here on uh on the show, and I don't have a mask, so um I won't be um I'll just I'll I'll continue to just be me. Um, I hope that's good enough for you guys. Um, of course, it's watch not the who you are underneath. It's what you do. <laughs> Defines you,
1: Charlie. Besides, nobody can till we put on the mask. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's why we're gonna die alone.
1: <laughs> this is why you don't put my brother and I on the show at the same time.
2: No, this is true. This is true. <laughs>